next time we have news that is relevant for everyone to move from the lower and middle class all the way to the upper class top one percent everybody antonio t smith jr here i invented mexic news and a whole news station and all this stuff to rival the cnn's the fox news the newsmaxes the msnbc's whether it be far left far right or somewhere in the middle or middle left middle right we need a not-for-profit news a news that is not meant to scare you a news that is not so concerned with politics unless it's financially taking money out your pocket or putting money in your pocket and that's the purpose of mexit news mexit stands for middle class exit and that's what i'm about i'm fortunate enough to be in the top one percent and i'm bringing as many people with me as possible so on mexit news you learn about crypto you learn about blockchain. You learn about things that are relevant, that are excellently relevant, and that are fortified to push you to the next level. So thank you for joining Mexit News. It is a pleasure. You're going to hear this because this is on a podcast. So if you can give a rating, if you can send as much traffic to this podcast as possible, it always remain free because using advertisers to pay so i never have to charge you for the news antonio t smith jr you can't plant better you can dominate all right welcome back to the people's congress i am stephen walker and we have our congress in session we're excited to be coming back to you with information that you can use information that you need for the middle class we call it mexit for the middle class to exit out of ordinary old thinking into the new thinking you need to get your family to where you need to go. All right, look, so we got all of our Congress people here, congressmen and women. We want you guys to do introductions. Uh, please introduce yourself, tell people the name of your company, and uh, feel free to change your names over after that to your website if you have one. We're going first to Adrian in Philadelphia. Hey, world, this is Misunderstood Adrian, the founder and CEO of IMA Industry. We are creating oneness for others to be understood. Come on now. I am so excited to be here this evening. And I also want to tell you, I have a book called Surviving Tough Times. On your March, right. go. Good evening, good evening, good evening. All right, now I just want to tell everybody that, uh, look, Philadelphia, your Congresswoman loved you to pieces. Let me tell you why. Cause she had a little mouth surgery, so she acting kind of crazy. It's because that that medicine has not worn off yet. All right, so let's go to uh, Jerome, Romy Rome in Baltimore, Maryland. Yes, this is Jerome, aka Romy Rome, Baltimore Zone. With let's think change grow, and at let's think change grow, <laughs> that's what we do, and we help you to maximize your greatness. Welcome, welcome, welcome. All right. All right, let's go to Richmond, Virginia with Vicki. Hey, everybody. I'm Vicki Arroyan. Welcome to tonight's show. I'm the executive director of Podium RVA. We do writing communication leadership programs for youth ages 10 through 19 um, all across Richmond, um, getting ready to gear up um, for um, our summer programs in June. Uh, thanks so much for, for being here. All right. Marquise Washington, Indianapolis. 
I am Marquise Washington. I'm the marketing director for an upstart company called DMW Enterprise LLC. It produces the good stuff sauce. If you haven't heard of it, don't worry, you will. It's the best sauce ever created. At least that's what my son says. Who is the creator of it? He's 16, young entrepreneur, budding, coming up. When you taste the sauce, you're going to be all up in here with it. <laughs> that's called the good stuff, baby. All right. All right. We go to Kevin in Georgia. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the future. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Vaughn out of Kennesaw, Georgia, near the ATL in Georgia. Ladies and gentlemen, we're so excited. We, we're so excited. We put the bet on you. We're betting on you. What's the bet? The bet is business. We handle business, education, training, and technology to meet your needs for both personal and business expansion. The, and thank you so much for the time today. All right, Kevin is the smartest man on the show. All right, and we go to the Maxine Phillips McCoy, Raleigh, North Carolina. Hello, 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 the levelist woman, Maxine Phillips McCoy. I'm a certified coach. We do one-on-one -on -one coaching. I am the CEO and owner of Level Less, and that's helping you to advocate, to know your worth, and to succeed according to your own terms. So be sure to discover your natural abilities, design a strategy to use them, and develop yourself all the time. All right, we go to the queen herself, Yamotelli. Hi, this is Yamotelli Kwashi, recent transplant to Long Island, New York. Don't have a business yet, but I am aspiring to be a business owner and pursuing a career in social advocacy. All right, she is everybody's favorite millennial. All right, let's go. All right, Tanya Harper in West Virginia. Hello, my name is Tanya Harper. I am one of the owners of Agape Hands Outreach. Um, we assist uh, the community with a variety of uh, programs, and we also connect with other programs and assistance in the region um, to connect people with um, what they might need um, as far as resources and so forth. All right. Good evening, everybody. And look, I just want to let you guys know that Tanya is fighting Russia all by herself. So if her video gets glitchy, it's because she's fighting in cyberspace. And uh, my <laughs> name again is Stephen Walker. I am uh, the head of the People's Congress. My company is Manifest Media. I am the CEO and founder. Uh, we are a brand marketing and advertising firm. We also do business coaching. And uh, you can go to our website at My Purpose mypower.com all right tonight's lead off story comes from baltimore with romy rome what happens with people with money in the bank what did they do with that from rome yes sir yes sir folks we just want to reach out to you with a public service announcement that comes from ats itself and one of the things that our ceo leader always tells us is we don't want to be going from paycheck to paycheck we want to always be able to put something aside and put something aside. And I ran into an article just recently from the Penny Hoarder staff that says that if you have at least a thousand dollars in your checking account, there are six moves that you should be considering. There should be six moves that you should be looking at. And the first one is there's a there's an upstart company out there called Aspirations. And the reason why they're important is they issue a debit card. Now, I have a couple of debit cards. I have a couple of uh, credit cards. They give me back 2%, 3%, some of them mean 5%. They give you rebates on sales. 
this company gives a 10% rebate on the use of this card. And it's called Aspirations. Folks, 10% is a lot of money. I was at Sam's Club the other day, and the lady said, Mr. Red, you got a little bit of extra money uh, that's on your rebate, um, on your on your cash back. Would you like it? I said, yes. Folks, it was $138. Do you know I skipped out of Sam's Club? I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. So aspirations, folks. The next investment is in real estate. Why is real estate important, folks? Because it's a income producing asset. So when you use it, it will give you an opportunity from people who are renting to give you back that money or when you're flipping. So consider real estate also, and you don't have to buy the whole thing yourself. You can partner with others and get involved in real estate. Hey, the other one is car insurance. I know this one personally because I drive a car. A lot of times when you're dealing with car insurance companies out there, all they want to do is sell you the high end, have you buy, buying uh, things that you don't need. There's a company out there called Smart Financial where you can pay as little as $22 a month for car insurance versus the normal 700 that some people out there are paying. Another way is if reducing your credit score. There, there's an agency out there called Credit CSAM, S-E-S-A-M-E, and they can help you get your credit score down, which can increase your ability to borrow money and go out there and do some other things. So that's another way. A lot of times we're overpaying. This is the fifth one. We're overpaying for items that we don't have to. There's a free service out there that will bring up companies like Target and Kmart and those like that to let you know which one has the cheapest brand. So guess what? You don't have to spend all that money. You can get the cheapest price. And last but not least, there's a company out there called Stash. S-T-A-S-H, and what you can do is you can invest as little as $5 in Amazon, Google, and other companies. And you know these are billion-dollar companies. So those are the six that you, if you've got at least $1,000, you should be considering putting that money out there to get a return on your investment. Thank you, Stephen, for the opportunity to share that with our folks here and out there. Absolutely. Good job. Well, that's news you can use right there. Uh, you got a thousand dollars in your bank. Those are six things that you can do. Uh, and we want to hear from you. If you got some ideas of other things that can be done, let us know. You know, post it, uh, send us emails, let us know. We're gonna actually put some of this in our show notes as well, so that you can get that information even after the show. All right, so let's talk about this a little bit. A thousand dollars in the well, bank. You can account. send it to my email at Oh, I'm sorry. Girl, don't make me take you off the show early. Now, hold up. Uh, all right, so let's talk about it a little bit. $1,000 in the bank. Anybody, let's go to Maxine. Maxine, what, what's your goal? Well, what I wanted him to do was recap, to summarize, because he gave six things. And as I uh, listen, I'm taking notes because I want to take advantage of this. I'm not sure about you all, but that's the whole purpose of us giving this valuable information. So if I can recap, I think you said the first one, aspirations. aspirations. The second one, real estate. Then you said car insurance. You said credit, CSAM. The fifth one, I wasn't for sure what you were saying. What's the fifth one? 
And the fifth one is we we purchase items like from Sam's Club, I'm not saying from Target, Kmart, places like that. And we just go by without comparing. And there's a, there's services out there that will tell you which one is the cheapest. So okay. instead of going there paying for it, you can go through one of the services and they'll tell you this one's selling it the cheapest. So it'll save you money and of course put more money in your pocket. Yes. All right. Well, I'm assuming that they did not give a name of that service. You said free service. So and, and but there was a link there and I didn't click on it. So okay. And then the last money. one you said it was stash and, and invest five dollars. S T A S H stash. Good. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that the the uh, viewers understood those six as you were, you know, I'm always about summarizing. Come on now. Kevin always come back and give us a summary, but I thought, let me catch these so that I can take advantage of it. As a middle class person, right? Mm -hmm. We need to save our money. We need to be good stewards over our money. And this is a way to do that. Come on, Maxine. Keep us straight. That's what I'm talking about. I'm All right. Anybody else have a thought on, on the $1,000 in the bank, what you do with it? I'm not going to ask Adrian because I don't want to. All right, anybody else? Yeah, yeah. Real quick, uh, I wanted to just share uh, how important it is. What drones information is is that the fact that we're getting this type of information and we must act on it based on what your needs are. So here at the ATS and and, and exit, the, we, we're just excited about what is available to us that we can take advantage of. And what I'm excited about the most guys is the fact that it's in one place. And you don't have to go five or six different places to get it. So Come it's so important now. to take advantage of the opportunity that we have here for you because it'll save you a lot of time. It'll save you a lot of money in addition to that. Thank you so much, Jerome. Powerful information, bro. Well, that's what we do here at ATS in the Mexican the People's Congress. What we do is we dig the stories out that will help your family, help you guys. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That's what it's all about. Let's go to Marquise in Indianapolis where it's snowing right now. Well, I, I basically, I, I wanted to add to that. And what I like to add is when you, as far as the money saving part of it, before you go to any type of uh, like department store to like buy furniture or anything like that, um, you really should consider checking out the local liquidation sites. Oh, I mean, with, with everything, because I mean, the same toilet that you might have at Home Depot one, two, three hundred dollars, you could find at a liquidator for like 40 bucks. And I mean, I, I've, I've seen windows literally at half the price. Uh, like I said, toilets, vanities, half the price of, of what you would pay retail, uh, even treadmills. I mean, for those of y'all who can do treadmills, I can't do it because my leg a little lopsided. Um, I'm, I'm a little short, stubby legs, but we won't. We don't want to talk about it. Well, thank you for your military service. <laughs> but but when when you want to purchase purchase things, check out the liquidation sites. I think you should do it first, and then you can do the couponing, comparative shopping. Um, you, you you cannot lose. That's good. All right, thank you, Marquise. All right, who's next? Who has something they want to share with the people? Let's, let's, let's empower the people in the middle class. If you had $1,000 in your pocket, Tanya, what would you do with that? Um, well, I would try to maximize it and leverage. That's why I like the uh, the article that um, Boney Roan read um, about it. And just the different, I really like that first one about, you know, he didn't even know he had $138 and how he can take that and, you know, use that you know, for something else. Um, and it's all about, you know, saving, you know, my sister, I know 
was teaching me how to do the whole couponing and like um, Mr. Um, Mar Marquise was saying about looking at, at the liquidation stores for, you know, always trying to find it for a cheaper, the same thing, but a cheaper price so you can take that money and use it somewhere else. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's what it's about. That's what, you know, that's why we're here, you know, to share the information. I was taking notes too, so I can take it back to my sister because she likes this kind of stuff too. So I was just excited when I heard the article. I was like, oh yes, this is right up my alley right here. Let me, let me write this stuff down so I can All share right. it with my sister. So, you know, I just, you know, I will take it and then um, save, maximize it, do what I got to do, leverage, try to use it, you know, save and but also use it um in a cautious way not trying to go and spend it all up but save and then use it to um i know what i'm trying to say um uh, generate money generate money yes yes Come yes on. yes yes that's what it's about yes. well, look middle class look we are your congress men and women representing you in the states where we're at and look we are taking notes ourselves so yeah, we want you to do the exact same thing take notes and get informed and empowered so that you and your family can come out better than you were before you watch this show. All right. So we're going to jump ahead to Facebook. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh oh, everybody, hold, hold your pearls. Adrian has something she wants to say. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Okay. All right. Unmute. Oh, that medicine is kicking in. Get the mute. It mute is. Hit that button. No, not the one. There we go. You know what? You must be playing with the board. It's not me, y'all. What I was going to say when it comes down to just being able to have the $1,000. One, I thank you, Rome, because right now the government is giving us all this money. Remember, they keep dumping thousands. Are you a creator looking for a home? A place to genuinely call home, a place to put all of your work, all of your creations, some place where you know it will get the attraction, you'll get the followers, the subscribers that you deserve and you need. ATS TV is the place for you. If you want a place where you can call home, reach out to us. Email us at info at AntonioTSmithJr.com and find out how you can become a creator on ATS TV today. We want you and you want us. Welcome home. Tell them us the link in the description. Click the link in the description to find out more about ATS TV and to see where you will soon call home. Now tell them I said hi. Antonio said hi. It's in thousands of dollars in people's accounts. And People are so excited just to have over $500 in their account. So to even hear that you don't want me to go spend any of this money, you mean you don't even want me to go pay a bill with this money because nothing on there really said anything about going and taking care of your old stuff, like things that are already behind. Like there's another way to handle that. And I just thought that, that would be a good point right there to say that because you could always send me some money because, you know, if you got extra money, I, I'm i a good investment. I would say you almost saying just go on, send it in, and we talk about it later. Right? Oh, oh. No, okay. Well, we, see, we, we got, if you don't say it, you know, that, then nobody would. She would say, oh, I didn't know. She said it, so I sent it. So <laughs> No, as long as you don't put your cash app out there, you're all right. All right, so we're going to uh, we're gonna go to uh, Vicky. So I just had a, a question that I was hoping um, some folks might be able to help me out with. So I've never invested 
in in a in an, a company before. Um, and so I know that that Jerome, you know, you said like look into stash, um, things like that. And so, and I, I know Kevin, you've shared, you know, and Stephen, you've shared, you know, a um, a piece of advice or two in previous, um, you know, things. How, how do you how do you go about that? Like, is there there's obviously like a website or something? Like, how do you how do you do do that? Well, here at the ATS, we have a lot of different ways for that to happen. First thing you need to do is get on our ATS 9 a.m. phone call, our Zoom call, because that's where this information mm -hmm. gets dropped. You get first-hand information mm -hmm. on exactly what to do. The second thing is we actually have courses that teach that. We have courses that will tell you exactly how that process works, how to keep it safe, and how not to lose money. Right. Uh, but there are websites that you can go to and learn how to invest in those companies and how to use those apps, the certain apps that are better than others. Mm -hmm. uh, so you definitely want to talk like you're doing, asking questions. The middle class, what we want you to do is not just jump in to jump in. You, your money, you work hard for your money. And so I'm mm -hmm. glad you asked that question. Yeah. Don't just follow people. A lot of people are doing something. Be cautious. Be cautious because you want to make sure that they're following the right people. Mm -hmm. Right. So I definitely ask the questions. But yeah, the, there are apps that will show you how to do it. And if you don't know, don't move. If you do not know what you're doing, right. do not move because a lot of things like Bitcoin and a lot of yeah. other investment apps, you know, they're nice and shiny. You go jump on their websites. It's like mm -hmm. seeing a whole new language. Yeah. And yeah. you're going to just try to throw money at that. That's not what you want to do. You want to ask somebody that's using it and then ask them how they're using it. Are they getting results? And then you're safe because the Bible says that uh, in, in the Mr. Council, there's safety. Mm -hmm. So get counsel. All right, Kevin. Yeah, very good. Yeah, Vicky, that was an excellent question because one thing I wanted to bring up to you, and this is stuff that I physically have done. The first thing, the money has to be dis discretionary. It can, you can't want to use it <laughs> right away. That's the first thing. So it has to be something you're willing to uh, uh, work, let it work for a while. Okay, that's the first thing. Probably the second thing, and I'm not a broker or CPA, but we have CPAs and brokers in our network, uh, is to get a mutual fund. That's probably the first one I would recommend for a brand new person is get set up with a mutual fund that also gets involved in the stock market and that you can monitor uh, daily. And uh, right, right now I have one and it's literally a savings account. And so literally you can go in, put your thousand dollars in, let it grow, take money out. It's like a savings account. You can literally put the money back in, take it out. If you need an emergency, put it back in, let it grow, take it out again. That's how I fund my other uh, projects. So it's pretty cool. So that's probably be a first start is a mutual fund through a broker, uh, through the uh, you know proper channels there with somebody. But you can also get that information, I'm sure, from our classes on how to best do that. But that'd be a first start outside of saving money. And like Jerome said, I would start with a, a nice mutual fund. I think they're around, you start off with 50 bucks, you can put in there now, I think. And then you can put the whole thousand in there if you want to, and then monitor that. But what's nice about it, you can get to it whenever you need it too as well. It'll just transfer it right back to your bank account. If you wanted to pull out a thousand or a hundred, you can do that immediately. That's probably a great way to learn both systems, not only the savings and the earnings, but also the stock market and how it works a little bit as well. well thank you for putting that disclaimer uh, on that statement. Do appreciate that. We always Absolutely. want to protect our congressmen and women from craziness. Uh, and like, we are giving our opinions on this show. Uh, unless if it's our profession, we'll tell you. But for the most part, we're giving our opinions. So don't be throwing no rocks. I will delete your comments. All right. Kevin? It, it, Anybody else have something they want to share? Yeah, Kevin, I'm, I'm not trying to make fun of you. I think you're real smart. Could you explain to our audience what that word discretionary means? 
Oh, good. Oh, very good. That's a very good one. This is money, ladies and gentlemen. This is money you don't need for bills. <laughs> Bottom line, if I could say it like that. It's money that you can just keep in the house, keep in your wallet. You can walk around with it for weeks and you, you may forget it's even there. But it's money you don't need to sustain your, 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 your uh, level of living, if you will, or your standard of living, if you will. So it has to be an extra 500, extra 1,000. Action 2000, whatever that you can have just sitting. Uh, I guess it's called what we call rainy day money, right? Probably if you, if you play you, money, yeah, play <laughs> money, rainy day money. Yeah, exactly, Maxine. So that's that's, that, that's, money, that's all play money, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I remember uh, years ago, folks, you know, mama used to send you some money. That was discretionary money. You just spend it whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, well, that 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 day has come and gone. Yeah, exactly. Now you gotta get there and earn that money and give her some. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, all right. So good. let's let's go ahead and move on to our next story. We're going to be talking about Facebook, Facebook. All right. And uh, what's going on with Facebook and the accounts? And we're going to throw that one over to Vicky. <laughs> I, I, I popped away without unmuting myself. Rookie mistake. It's a rookie mistake. That's all right. All right. So with Facebook, now this is something that I didn't realize uh, that you could do. Now, previously, I don't know if y'all know this, if you try to delete an account on Facebook, you don't really, you're not really able to delete your account, um, or at least that was the case. But this new story um, from Forbes has recently said that it's actually giving you a step-by-step -step ac account on how to delete um, your Facebook on a browser or an iPhone. Um, and so this was caught me off guard. Um, and is new to me, but because of the privacy scandals, you know, there was a data leak um, pretty recently of about 500 million user details. Um, and so now, finally, you know, because of that and because of our, you know, cybersecurity and safety, um, they are now allowing us to get rid of permanently delete. But of course, there's a there's a month for, you know period where if you want to change your mind, come back to Facebook, they're going to let you have that opportunity, um, of course. But this is a permanent delete, which I'm really excited about because, you know, I'm worried about, you know, what what is my MySpace from like, you know, middle school look like? You know, what is what is that like, you know, in, in 2021? Right. Yeah. Um, so so this is important. I'm excited to see that we can we can finally delete our profiles if we choose to. All right. So let's take it to the Congress. Congress, what are your thoughts on that issue? No, no. Because what about Instagram? What about Messenger? You know, wh what's what, what? Come on now. Because if you're not on Facebook, he owns other stuff that you own. Okay, Vicky, you 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 sit there for that thirty days, and you you will be they, back. <laughs> they gonna get you, girl. Thirty. They gonna get you. That's the thing about having a signature on on the internet, because Vicky's right. The ability to delete an account and feel safer is a great feeling. But the reality is your information is still out there. And uh, these companies have tentacles. You know, they, they are really like uh, I was trying to uh, like the, the movie Avengers. What were they called? What was that 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 uh, that group that was. Uh, was I'll get it. Octo so, something. What was it? Octo. Was that the, the yeah. Yeah. Band? Whoever they were. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. All right. Something. All right. Telly, what do you got? This is interesting because I always thought, well, 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 I'll back it up. I mean, I knew that you could like delete your account, but 
I didn't know that they had to kind of essentially tweak some things. And you're right that your information is always out there. Because one time I just Googled my name. Not that I think much will pop up. But like all the, if you go to the images, oh, and for me, I'm on YouTube all the time. And so I'm constantly liking videos. And when I go to the images, it brings up things that I've liked on Pinterest, on YouTube. I'm like, Big Brother is serious out here. Like, I didn't realize, you know, the implications of really having social media accounts. And that's probably why I don't like the anyway. But yeah. this is very interesting to me. And see, that's um, your digital That's your digital signature. That's what you've yeah. been putting out for years. Yeah. Uh, it is what algorithms use to deliver ads to you. And that's the information that's sold to companies, too. Um, and because until there's a company that can scrub, and that company will be a billion-dollar company, uh, that can actually go in and scrub everywhere you've been and clean it off, um, you know, we're going to have we're gonna have uh, that happen from time to time. All right, who's next? That's a good point, Stephen. It's the fact that you have to scrub. So you delete yourself off of the Facebook on the Internet, but then it's on your iPhone. So you got to go to your iPhone. And then when you delete that, you got to worry about the apps. So you got to take delete that. <laughs> you got Messenger. You got to make sure that's deleted. You, you have and then WhatsApp. WhatsApp is on a different platform, although it is a part of Facebook, but it's a separate platform. So, you know, there's so many things that you have to take into consideration. So really, is delete really delete? <laughs> No, the lead is just making you feel like you're doing something. Right. Exactly. You know, it's it's but it's okay. You know, we are the middle class. You know, we know that that mm -hmm. some of those tech uh, technology companies they have their tentacles in places we can't reach right now. But that's all right. We're about to get our power back. I we know. Just hold tight. But there's uh, another step that you need to take before you decide you want to delete. That means remove all your pictures. Any posts that you have, you need to make sure that you download all of that valuable information that you put out there because if delete is delete, that means you will not have access to it. Oh, yeah, that's true. All right. Who else has uh, who wants to chime in on this? Yeah, I wanted to share. I wanted to go ahead, Jay. No, Adrian, go ahead, hon. No, Kevin, you got it. Yeah, no problem. I wanted to share some uh, information here to the network as well. Now, everything on the planet, if you're familiar with IP, IP is the internet protocol for the whole network, okay, around the globe. Everything has an address, right? Everything has an address, and all it is, just to break it down, is a telephone number to that address. All it is is strictly a, a telephone number. It's dialing in, dialing out, dialing in at very, ha uh, very high rates. So the first thing, so when I dial or, or when I go to something like Facebook, that's, they have their, their IP address, right? I'm in their IP address now. Even though I delete it on my side, it's still inside their system. So uh, it may, may, may or may not totally go away, but I want to make sure everybody understands that when you make a telephone call via the internet, it's going to be on the other side of that call forever unless they decide to get rid of it uh, uh, You know, uh, from that perspective. So I want to make sure people understood that's just the basics of how that works. So it may or may not, most cases, it'll still be on somebody's server or somebody's computer in the system. So be aware right. of that. All right, so we're gonna go to Adrian, then time. I just think it's hilarious how after all of these breaches and everybody got all the information and they done did it already. They done passed it around 16,000 times. Now, they gonna send us an article and tell us how do we can delete it. Are you kidding me? 
Like after a while, it seems like, okay, I am done with the middle class. I got to get out of here because it seems as if you keep giving me news that don't seem like it's news, but then you want me to wipe it all over my face. Like, this is just great. Oh, I can delete it now. You got every single information. Not only did you get my information, but then you take your friends, other friends on Facebook and then just get all types of people. Like they should be ashamed of themselves. The whole daggone thing should be deleted for a little bit. They should be on punishment. They should be gone from us. Not that we, because we was fine with Facebook. Facebook never did nothing wrong with me. I was got all my friends from elementary school from Facebook. Then you got people in there talking about something. You need money. What? I don't even know you. So I'm just glad that we had an opportunity to even bring it on to the People's Congress because guess what? People are sick of this stuff. But like you said, how you gonna get rid of Facebook in, without getting rid of the rest of your life? Because that, dig that digital signature, the way that they got it hooked up is that you need one to have the other. Because if you don't have the one, then the other one don't work. But then when you realize that you get rid of Facebook and then you have no messenger, you have no calls. <laughs> because then you get the message that says ding someone's trying to get in touch with you but because you don't have messenger you need to download messenger to hear what the, what the message is so then you're going to be stuck and then you're going to be like I'm glad I got 30 days because you can only last 10 without getting your messages <laughs> <laughs> alright this maximum moment brought to you by Adrian out of Philadelphia, yeah. Facebook, you have gotten your meeting and you're sent to your room. You are now on punishment. <laughs> Consider yourself told. Come on now. That's all right. All right. So, Tanya, what you got? Look, when I read this article, I was like a little offended because I was like, okay, we could delete Facebook. All right. And then when I started reading further down, I'm like, wait a minute. How are they going to tell us we can delete it and then tell me you got this app, this app, I got that too, I got that, I got that, I got that. You delete that, then you're gonna be like Adrian was saying, like, I've done it before, I've de deactivated my account, and then I'm looking like you got this message sitting, but you ain't gonna be able to hear it, like she said, because you don't have it no more. So I'm sitting there looking at it. I'm like, Well, should I re get back in? I gotta get back in it in order to hear it. So I'm like, they need to just stop with that. You can delete it, but then by the way, you got all these other apps. Cause when you sign in, I know when I sign in the StreamYard, when I sign into anything else. It connects. It says you can. You don't even have to put in a username and password. You can connect through Facebook. And I'm like, oh, really? So come on now, Facebook. Really? You can delete that, but then you're going to lose everything else. Like, who has time to remember all them passwords for all the <laughs> different apps you got? So that's why they have it where you can hook it into Facebook so you don't got to remember all those passwords and um, usernames. They need to stop it. Wow. Y'all done got West Virginia fired up, Tanya. <laughs> Congressman Tanya. Congresswoman Tanya. Stop it. That makes it convenient, and then they're going to do that. Like, stop it. Stop. You know, you know, you done messed up when Tanya get fired up. You in <laughs> trouble, Facebook. You better watch out. Watch your back. Watch your back. Oh, hey, Stephen, this is another yes. one of those cases where as they are slowly creeping in, okay. that's exactly another one of these situations. If you sit and think about all these subjects that we've been talking about, it's mm -hmm. always they do a little bit at a time, and now they're giving you the illusion that uh -oh. you can delete 
but you really can't delete because they have you tied to so many other things. Just like Tanya just said, you're using Facebook to log into 15 other different applications or other sites and so forth. So you don't have to remember all these passwords. You will always be indebted to Facebook. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is not This ain't no creeping, uh, Maxine. This is a force feed. <laughs> all right. So look, we're going to, we're going to uh, let that one go. I think Facebook has been beat enough by, by both mamas up in the house. I mean, goodness gracious. All right, so we're going to talk about the top 50 most valuable, valuable global brands. Get ready for this. Um, middle class, you're going to have to listen to the story now. We got a, we got some good facts we want to share with you, and we are going to throw it to Kevin. Lead it all. Uh, thank you so much, Stephen. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to start off. First of all, I want you to take away something that we can figure out how to solve. Okay. That's the first thing we're going to talk about this area. I'm not going to talk about all 50 companies, but the article, ladies and gentlemen, starts off with uh, top 50 global brands around the world. And I'm going to read them real quickly to you because most of you know most of them already. Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, Google, Samsung, Coca-Cola, Toyota, Mercedes, and McDonald's and Disney. Those are the top ones that I'm going to share with you, the top 10 tonight. But real quickly, ladies and gentlemen, for many of these brands, there has been a devastating year, to say the least, for some of these. Over half and the most valuable global brands have experienced a decline in their brand value. Interesting, huh? A measure that takes financial projections, brand roles, purchase decisions, strengthening against the competitor and into consideration. But where some have faltered, others have asserted their dominance and stepped up for their customers like never before. We've seen some of that, right? Like Amazon, for example. Last but not least, uh, who are the heavy hitters with an eye-opening and warding brand value of $323 billion. Apple is the most valuable global brand in the world. Wow, I think you all knew that already. Followed closely by Amazon, which we knew in second place, and Microsoft in third. Average growth brand across the globe reached tech areas about for, for 2020 was roughly 50%. So it was a decline in these global giants, about 50% in the system. So we wanted to talk about why would that happen? Why could it happen? Uh, and I think we know, but we also want to look for solutions because guess what? They're going to have to come back to some more 50% greater. They're going to look at that. They're looking at that now. So our goal is to figure out how we can capitalize and be part of their growth as they move forward, ladies and gentlemen. Powerful area. All right, Telly, what are your thoughts on that? Um, there were a lot of great things in that article. And actually, they brought up three ways to build economic resilience and thrive in today's world. And it was leadership, engagement, and relevance. And I really felt that those three things could be applied to ind our individual lives. Um, as business owners in the marketplace, we should all practice those, among other things, to be able to engage um, the public, engage everyone. I was thinking, I was looking at it and I was thinking, well, wait a minute, where's the stuff at that I deal with? You know, because sometimes you you kind of you kind of put yourself in a situation where you say, okay, like Kev just said, you want to be hooked up with the brand that is actually doing that good thing. So now my question is, so because of my new book, if I put my book on Amazon. And then say, okay, it's going through Google. 
And then let's say it's going to be like on Apple Play, but that'd be like me inserting myself into where these people are on the realms of this 50 branding. Is that what you're talking about, Kev? Yeah, those, see, that's the, that's the thing. And Maxine knows about this as well. It's a strategy. See, you have to be able to follow the trend of the company, you know, which way they're going and also what they're trying to get back into. For example, they may want to expand another market. We'll just say Japan, for example. They may want to get into the Japan market. So you got to be able to, to monetize that in a certain way. So the goal is to track these companies and get some news on them and analyze that. Get with the Maxines, get with the Stevens and, and the uh, drones and all our team. And, and of course, Brother Antonio, I would even ask him about some things in that area as well and see what the trends are and then be able to inject your books, inject your uh, investments, inject your uh, your ideas. Because keep in mind, they're going to also need contractors, right? Some cases they need contractors for these cities. They need your business skills. Uh, you can bid on certain uh, uh, parts of the business that they're looking for as well. So it's so much there for us, but we have to pay attention to that so we can infuse our talents and business into their growth on top of that as well. All right. We're talking about the top 50 most valuable global brands. And uh, I was so worried that Kevin was going to read that entire list. No. Thank you so much, my brother, for keeping it down. We do appreciate you. We love you. Much love. All right. So does anybody have anything else uh, on the top 50 brands before we move on, Maxine? You got it. Yeah, Stephen, one of the things that it talked about was how did Apple manage to stay on top during this global pandemic? And it went on to say that because they focused on the product and the consumer and they also looked at what is the impact that they're having on the planet as well as managing the carbon in a negative way by 2030. So they put that strategic plan in place, just like what Kevin was talking about. When we start researching and find out what are these companies doing and are their values, our values, you know, sustainability, you know, social responsibility, you know, so we have to look at all of those things when we are investing in these companies or putting our dollars and spending our dollars with these companies. We also talk about what? Trying to make sure that we have those dollars going around in our community. So there's some other things we need to be taking into consideration when we're looking at these 50 valuable global brands so that we can become one of those global brands. Come on now. That's what I'm we're talking you, about. Man. If you're just tuning in, I'm we are the People's Congress where we help you get educated middle class so that you can be empowered to share this information with other people. It's not just about you. It's about empowering the whole community. Because remember, a rising tide lifts all ships. That's what we do here at the People's Congress. And uh, we'd like to thank Mexit, the middle class exit and ATS, for all the love they're giving us here on the network. Um, all right, so let's, let's go ahead and move to Adrian. Adrian, I hear something is going on with cryptocurrency. What's going on? Well, Everything is going on with the crypto. It's going in, it's going out. I'm going to talk about Silicon Valley, though. Silicon on, Valley, the super angel, his, mm -hmm. the, the investor's name is, is Ron Conway. You know, he actually says that within the next, well, he just says that basically the crypto economy is the next multi trillion billion dollar opportunity. Okay. So, with everything that we're learning about crypto and we keep hearing it every day, more and more and more, basically what Ron Conway is saying is that any way that you can get in, you need to get in. Why? Because 
this is it. Like, it's the future outlook and the everything is going into the crypto. It says, basically, it was like, how do I say, I want to wrap his thing up because basically he just rained and raved about how crypto is really just making everything better. Like you can do it from Facebook, from Twitter, from from Reddit. When you read all of the information, everybody's coming back with the same thing. And they're saying that it's doubling, it's tripling. It might drop a little, but it doesn't go. It hasn't, it hasn't been something that everyone is jumping off of. They're saying that the this is the new ecosystem. The new economy right. is definitely coming with the cryptos. Okay, so middle class, let's break it down for the middle class. Let's simplify this thing, all right? So middle class, if you're looking to go outside and you feel a drop of rain, that means the rain is coming. So you need to go in and get what? Your umbrella. You need to get protected. You need to know what's going on. And when you go outside, it's raining crypto coins. So you better carry some buckets so you can catch some of that stuff. Now, this is your homework assignment. Now, we care about you. All our Congress people care about everywhere all our people are. So all across America, all across the world, actually, we want you to start studying what cryptocurrency is. You got to get educated. And ATS has some things for you to get educated. We want to make sure that you get connected with us and get that information. And we'll have some stuff in the show notes that will help you guys know where that is within ATS. But look, we're not here just to talk. We're here to educate, empower. And we're going to take it to the to the uh, our constituents. Let's talk about it. Cryptocurrency, the new multi-trillion dollar industry. What are your thoughts? I have a comment. All right. Go. <laughs> uh, one of the things that I learned from Antonio, and he's the CEO of ATS, is that, and this goes not only for cryptocurrency, but it also goes for the internet as well, is that the government is against both. And the reason why they're against it is because they can't control it. And if they can't control it, guess what that means? They can't get their cut. Because if they can control it, that means they get theirs. If they, the way it's set up right now, you have the power. The middle class, the top 3%, they have the power. And the government doesn't want you to have that power without getting their cut. Mm. So I would say, I agree with, I agree with Stephen is that we need to do our homework, we need to do our research, and not just go out there and you're like a head of lettuce, but find out what's really, really going on and make sure we're positioned so that as things open up and as we become educated, then we'll know where to position and place ourselves. Because a lot of the folks out there who have that money out there, we're talking about the top 3%, they're well invested in cryptocurrency folks. They are, because they know it's the way of the future. And the central banks do not have control over the cryptocurrency. They do not. It is set up in such a way that it's almost impossible mm -hmm. to look into and mm -hmm. defraud and all of that. So guess what? The smart people out there with their money saying, if nobody can break into this, if nobody can steal this, that's where I want my investment. That's where I want my money at. And if I got to pay a little extra for it, that's okay. But at least it'll be mine versus somebody breaking in and hacking in and taking what's, mm -mm, I got to keep mine. So I just wanted to share that collectively with our group as well as with our audience that that's one of the reasons why the government is against the internet as well as cryptocurrency because they don't have control over it. All right, so it is. It is. It is.
It is a uh, gravy train. Do not let this gravy train pass you by because you'll be left with what? Dry meats. You better get in there. Ah, All right. Here we go, Adrian. It. What you got? Because, okay, <laughs> you guys in this <laughs> dry meat. This is just CC. What hey, we don't want to put a class eating dry meat when they can have gravy on that bad boy. Come on now. They, they need it. Come on. You better have something. You want something and it need to be tender. Nice and tender. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. What I, what, I, what I wanted to say is that we need to know about the crypto. We need to find out about it. And they have this thing. It's called Coinbase. So now Coinbase is how, I guess, they look at Coinbase like the world looks at Google. Okay. You know how they say, hey, Google, mm -hmm. what is so-and-so or how can I? So Coinbase must be where you can call, where you can get the, the ins and the outs on the crypto. Yeah, yeah. On what's going on in the in the world. So as we're sitting there and we're saying, learn this and learn that, learn this. It seems like you need to know about Coinbase. Because right. I'm new to Google. But if right, Coinbase so throw, is like Google, I'm gonna throw it to Kevin. Me. Kevin, what's Coinbase? Coinbase. Did you do a little research for us? Unmute. You gotta unmute. Wait a minute, you gotta unmute. Yeah, I'm sitting here doing some uh, research here while you was talking, Adrian. Excuse, excuse me for being on mute there. But uh, that Coinbase is powerful, ladies and gentlemen, and it's a database actually is going to give you the actual information, as Adrian was talking about, on what the price is, what the change is, the chart, and the trade. So you can literally look at all these wonderful opportunities here. It even tells you how you can earn $36 worth of crypto on that particular Coinbase. So Coinbase.com, ladies and gentlemen, is a good start to start your education and training, but it'll give you manage your portfolio. It'll help you to look at reoccurring buys. It'll talk about vault protection where you can protect some of your money. But the biggest thing is it gives you a one-stop shop to give you an overview of all the cryptocurrency that's available on the network. Incredible, ladies and gentlemen, coinbase.com. All right. And they're going to have to pay us a little bit of money for pumping them up. Yeah. They didn't pay for that commercial. Yes, sir. All right. So we're going to be coming at you, Coinbase. Get your checkbook out. Yep. Or, or crypto coins out. We're going to get some. All right. So uh, any any further thoughts on that before we move on? Yes, I do. Um, what you we got have me? an audience, a.k.a. my mother. And she has <laughs> she has it downloaded on her phone, and she wanted to make sure. She lets you know she's paying attention. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Mama uh, Queen. Appreciate that. All right, so we're gonna have we're gonna have Telly's mom on, on the uh, on the show one day. We definitely gonna have her Please. do our crypto show. So uh, just get ready, Mama. We coming your way too. All right. Uh, does, does anybody else have anything else? Yeah, I just wanted to mention real quick because uh, Jerome mentioned it. You know, uh, Antonio Smith mentioned something real powerful and brilliant. You have to ask the right questions, ladies and gentlemen, to the right people. Yeah, that's right. You, you got to find the person like a, you know, like Stephen and Jerome, and of course Antonio. But we want to find the people that know what you're talking about in this area, ask the right question. I don't care if you got to find a billionaire or a millionaire or a thousandaire. Anybody who's making more money than I do and you're making money, I want to at least ask the right question. And that's why I want you all to get to ask questions. Find out what they did exactly. Matter of fact, I would even ask them, can I be your mentee <laughs> on this okay. area? I like that. <laughs> hey, look, if you come my way, make sure you bring your checkbook because I don't do counseling for free. Exactly. So uh, you don't have to pay me. This is free right here. Yeah. When we get on the phone, that's uh, that's you're gonna pay for that, yes, all right. Sir. So, uh, I appreciate the plug. Um, all right, so let's move on. And, and I want to talk about um, 
I want to talk about the next story is destroying 97% of the earth. Humans have destroyed 97% of the earth's ecosystems. All right. And we're going to throw that one to Vicky. We're going to lead off with Vicky and then we'll go to Jerome, then Adrian. All right. Yeah, I know this was a really popular one for, for a lot of us this evening. And so essentially this this report came out that said that only three percent of land on earth still qualifies as ecologically intact um quote quoted from from the from the article um and so that means undisturbed habitats healthy populations for like the original ab animal inhabitants um the original plant life there um, and so previous studies kind of show that it was more like 20 to 40% of land was still intact, but now we, we know that um, it's actually much, much less than that. And so this is, this is a pretty alarming situation. And so I'd, um, I'd love to hear, you know, what, what we think about this. Well, I first all started off with a little chuckle. Uh, 3% uh, is still intact. I'm sure it's way bigger than that. The earth is a pretty big place. If you get in a plane, and just go up and look at it. You can tell how huge our Earth really is. Um, and I'm, sh I'm sure they're talking about. Uh, it says humans have destroyed 97 percent of Earth's ecosystem. Yeah, I don't even. I'd have to see the data on that really before, because that's a lot. That's almost like 100 percent of the Earth's ecosystem is destroyed. So I mean, if they're talking about the ability, uh, and maybe you can shed some light on this, Vicky. I'm not sure if the article talked about it, but maybe they're saying that the ability of uh, for humans to create things that touch parts of the earth like uh, chlorofluorocarbons that destroy the ozone la layer, for example. We know that when we put chemicals in the air, it travels around the globe. And so 97% of the globe is impacted by that. Maybe that's kind of the thought there. Uh, but when you look at the earth itself, not just our atmosphere, we there's places on the earth we still haven't touched. I mean, the, the earth is huge inside and out. I mean, there's places all over the earth that has not been touched. And actually, that is unreachable. So, uh, because of different climate issues. Uh, but anyway, so I want to take it to the Congress. I want to have you guys talk about it and uh, and give me give us your thoughts on that. Please save Mother Earth. Please save Mother Earth. Whatever you got to do. <laughs> but seriously, though, guys, I think it's about, uh, and I think Stephen hit it right on the head. We have to quantify that, right? We have to figure out what part are they talking about on the planet because there's so many components to the planet. So you're absolutely right on that area. So we really have to understand that, first of all, we got to be responsible, right, for our own planet, no doubt about that. And we got to understand who's in charge. We got to understand regulations a little bit. And obviously, we're not going to do all of that. But it's so important. Again, I go back to that learning, right? We got to learn. We got to ask questions. We got to find out what are they doing? What are they not doing? What is our city doing with our garbage, for example? What are they doing with the sewer system. I don't know all of that, but I'm just saying we can ask those questions uh, in that area. So yeah, Vicki, we got to figure it out, but we got to ask questions because if we continue to let people do stuff, they're going to keep doing it. But if I don't know they're doing it, it's going to be too late when I find out. <laughs> you know, it's interesting you say that you make, you remind me of, uh, of uh, a very wise agent I once listened to. Uh, and I'll just call his name Agent Smith. Uh, he was in a movie you guys might be familiar with. He actually said that humans uh, are like a virus where all organisms on the earth finds an equilibrium in this environment so it can maintain it. Humans are the only one that consumes and destroys its environment. Uh, for those of you who don't know and aren't up, up on uh, Agent Smith, he's in the movie Matrix. It's a true story. It's reality. All right. So what do you guys uh, what do you guys think about that? Well, I know that it did say that they were talking about the way that they evaluated it. 
they use three different criterias in order to evaluate whether or not it was still intact. All right. And from, from the three that they used, it was more so of the function of the functionality of it. Like how is it being used or how is it, is, is it being used as a resource or is it just have like nothing but predators on it? Like, it, so there's a lot of land basically, but it might not be as they were considered for this article, I guess, the ecosystem, like something that would be used. You know what? It's you make a good used. point because you, because now I, now I can see it's talking about encroachment. So what area on earth have we not touched? For example, like the Amazon used to be a sacred place. Nobody touched it. Now they're tearing down trees left and right. So right. just the fact that they touched it, it's impacting that ecosystem. So I can, now I can see kind of how they're getting that information together. And I can, I can believe that because one thing humans will do is if you have stuff they need, they will destroy you to get it, no matter what part of the planet it is. So, um, all right, good point. Thank you for bringing clarity on that. Look, Philadelphia, Adrian is representing even medicated. She is pulling out these facts for you tonight. That's what I'm talking about, digging deep and, and working for her people. Appreciate that. Marquise, what you got, brother? Glad to see you back on the show. Yeah, we had some technical difficulties, but I'm back. So what, what I pulled out from this is um, – it mentioned something about the introduction of invasive species. And a lot of times that happens um, when when people do illegal shipment of, of illegal animals and like alligators and whatnot, they'll flush them down a toilet when they get to be a certain size. And that then can destroy um, the local population because some populations don't have natural predators. And then when you introduce that, you have a big problem. Um, we've seen the government actually do that. They'll introduce like like the biggest thing that I've heard over the last few years was the introduction of mosquitoes into a population. Now these mosquitoes, um, they're genetically modified. So if it gets out of hand, what do we have? I mean, we it adds to this problem that we're talking about. So we we have um, through we we have an issue, and some of that is just naturally occurring. Others is you know, they'll hitch a ride from overseas and come over. Um, perfect example from, if I can grab from my memory hole, um, here in North America didn't have flies until Europeans came over and brought them with them. That makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's something, yeah, right. I mean, something as simple as that um, can definitely affect the landscape. So I think uh, everything, uh, anything is possible nowadays when you have a plane that can go from one side of the country, one side of the planet in 24 hours. It's it's crazy. So there was a study done on that, the the, um, the ecological impact of changing the environment based on the species that live there. So I know I just said a lot middle class, but let me break it down for you. So I, I was just trying to seem intelligent for a second. Let me act like myself again. OK, so look, uh, Yellowstone Park had uh, wolves in it. Uh, and what happened was the wolves uh, actually left the park. So it wasn't, wolves weren't traveling anymore. They were dying off and there was an issue. What happened was the grass grew, all of the, the, the things they were eating started to get overpopulated. They started eating all the natural resources. The river changed directions, like it bent a different direction. And they started seeing that. So what they did was over, I think, probably a 20 year period, they reintroduced wolves back into the environment and the environment balanced back out. I mean, that's wow. an amazing thing when you think about it because it's cause and effect, right? So so that stuff is real. 
uh, and it does have impact. Adrian, what were you saying? I was just saying, wow. Thank that, you. I was, I was, that. I was, I was giving you some. Like I was just like, wow. I didn't realize my mic was. I didn't realize that was not. <laughs> Oh, no, no, that's all right. That's all right. But this stuff is real. And, and it's sad when you see, again, it's humans, man. Uh, it's sad when you see how they treat their homes, how they treat their communities, how they treat uh, the natural resources around them. They'll go on a hike and throw cans and straws and trash and bears and stuff, eat that and get sick. Uh, and, and in the ocean, the ocean is just a wreck. Because so much waste gets dropped, not only just by us individually, but by corporations illegally dumping. And you'll see turtles and dolphins and just so many. You, you actually, I've actually seen the carcass of. Well, I'm not gonna gross you guys out, but they can. The the fish will swallow what they see. So mm -hmm. if you cut one open, they die because their intestines are full of junk and they can't mm -hmm. digest that stuff. Yeah. Um, and so there's a lot of issues there, and, uh, and then there are corporations who are cutting their nets. And drop them into the ocean and so sea life is getting caught up in the nets and drowning because they can't get yeah. back to the surface so there's so many issues out there and the ocean is a pretty big place but when we can start seeing evidence of the ocean and animals being um, impacted by the waste we're dropping if you see any it's a much larger issue than you think because that's just a, a small percentage of what's actually right. happening and i did hear a story that one of the countries is about and i'm if i'm wrong correct me let me know um, but one of the countries over in the east, I just say it's over in the east, is about to drop their nuclear waste into the ocean. Um, and I'm not sure which one I don't want to call it out, but um, but anyway, so that's that's the kind of stuff that's happening. All right, so let's take it to the Congress. What do you guys think? Hey guys, real quick, I want I wanted to ask a quick question, guys, about this. Now I've got a new idea, right? I'm getting ready to give you guys a robot for your home that's going to take care of everything you need. It's a perfect robot. It's going to work well, and we want to sell this to everybody. What does that mean for the impact to the planet? Do I have to do an impact study before I sell this thing? Do I have to come up with an eco-ready uh, robot? I mean, well, how is this going to affect our ideas, ladies and gentlemen? That's what I wanted to know. How is it going to affect my ideas? And if I have a good idea, how am I supposed to be responsible planet liver before I deliver that product to you. Well, well middle class, before you do that, uh, I want you to do some research and watch the movie iRobot. So don't be making no robots for nobody's houses uh, because we saw how that ended. So let's not let's not go that direction. Uh, but yeah, economic Yeah, first that's robot we give we're gonna send to Adrian and test it out. See if it survives. Come on in. Send him on down this way. Cause I'm gonna tell you now, because if it ain't right, it ain't gonna work. We gonna put him in, we gonna put him in the system. They gonna be he'll be canned food, dog food. <laughs> you know, but I was thinking this this sits with me so so in a different place because we are so far removed from creation, you know. When you get down into why were we created, who created us, and what was it? The names are kind of like it's it's almost a mute point when it comes down to the names. But the but the mere what we were supposed to do, care for the land, and then you know, we are in charge of this land. We are in charge of not only the land, but the animals and everything on it. But then yet to hear an article like this and say 97 percent. 
I'm like yeah. Miss Maxine. Like now we just hearing about it today, but forget 45%. Now I can honestly say in I remember in the 80s when they took away the Aquanet spray can and said it was doing something to the ozone. That was the first yeah. time I ever heard anybody doing anything to what we were doing. Now, 97%? Mm -hmm. Is yeah. that more, is that a human thing or is that more spiritual that we just don't know where to come and where to go? Because it's all supposed to be from the land and the milk and the honey and the fruits <laughs> and the berries. So if we messed all that up, what is, I mean, what are we really saying? Yeah. It's true. I mean, it's true. But there are countries like uh, Singapore that if you if you drop food or something on the ground, you litter, you get arrested. Like they don't play when it comes to taking care. I don't care if you're in the city or anywhere. They're going to take care of their land. So there are a lot of places that are fighting back against pollution, against, uh, you know, you see people, you see videos of people who walk right past the trash can and just drop it right on the ground. So uh, so that's the kind of stuff that we got to fight against. Telly, did you have something? I did. I just wanted to see like what as a group, what would what would we suggest as um, as resolutions for the problems that we're seeing now? Like, I mean, we can obviously go with recycling. Um, I know there was like this big thing where they started changing like straws from uh, the I don't know plastic, plastic. straws to, to paper, which I really, don't like. straws, yeah. I really don't like. I mean, I've seen the videos, you know, with like the turtle and. I want to be yeah. into that, but I, what I mean, what solutions do we have? Come on, I would pose Come on middle class. All right, the delegate from Long Island <laughs> is challenging the rest of the Congress to come up with solutions for the middle class. We we want to hear from you. All right, Vicky, what you got? Well, actually, Stephen, you you kind of um, gave a solution a little bit ago, um, and so what the article kind of says is. Um, if you introduce like missing species back into that environment, um, even like a little bit of the species, like it says between like one or five, um, you know, um, species that have become extinct, it could actually like re repair, you know, the functionality of that environment, um, you know, upwards of about 20%. Oh. Um, and there's also like specific areas of the globe um, that we can, you know, pay particular attention to. So places like Eastern Russia, Northern Canada, Alaska, the Amazon, rainforest, the Sahara Desert, um, the Congo tropical forest. And so, you know, like we were saying, places where we really haven't, you know, seen too much, you know, human human, um, you know, interaction. But because of our encroachment, um, you know, our, our infrastructure, our, our industry, um, you know, we've seen a lot of damage. Yeah, yeah, that's good information there. All right, anybody else have a solution? Would would a global government be necessary to handle something like this? Because everybody obviously is not on the same page and it would seem that this is where we're going anyway, but would a global government um, make it better? Because you have one controlling system, one set of standards, I don't personally, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I mean, right now you have other countries putting pressure on other countries for, for carbon emissions. Um, but this stuff can be sometimes wrapped up in politics and nothing gets done when it's wrapped up in politics. So what is the right thing? I mean, it, you would think the right thing is common sense, which it is, but you know, when you wrap it up in politics, common sense ain't common. Yeah, that's good. 
All right. Good point. Anybody else? Maxine, what you got? Well, I was thinking another angle. I was thinking about construction. Many times we own construction companies and we can sometimes be a part of the problem and we need to maybe rethink. And also as middle class, what about us challenging some of the areas in which they want to destroy? You know, taking it to our legislature, taking it to our congressmen and having these conversations. So we have to sometimes get involved on that side of it. But again, that's educating ourselves on what's going on in our own environment with, within our own states or even within our own communities. So I was thinking about that. I like the fact that Marquis said global representation is what came to my mind. And then I'm like, we're always coming up with summits. So why not have a summit on this? You know, All right. Hey, so, you get, that's an idea. We're gonna have a the People's Congress is gonna have a summit on how to save the earth. I like that. I like that. You know what? We might just do a Zoom call with those who are interested uh and, and have a discussion, you know, take it to the people. And uh, if you'd like to be a part of that, let us know. If you think that's a great idea coming from Maxine Phillips McCoy, let us know that you like that idea and we will make that happen as part of our Mexit initiative. To save your family will help save the earth around your feet. All right. So who else? Uh, Jerome, do you got something? No, no. Okay. I thought you was un unmuted. No. Well, I, let me let me share I'm something. That I'm, messing with you, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. I do have something to say. Man, don't do that. <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. I was doing it to you. Oh, hey, you yeah. got it. Yeah, you it to me. You know, <laughs> you know, when we when we in America, I'm, I'm gonna speak about America, okay? And you know, we deny that global warming even exists. And I'm sitting there going, we don't respect our planet. We don't respect our environment. And until we recognize that this is the only earth that we have, you know, this is the only planet that we have, and 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 we don't look out for it, then then anything's possible. I, I love what Marquise was saying about something global, but 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 he hit it right on the money. When it gets political, even even with the UN. Even when our things seem to always end up being political, and we just sweep it under the rug and for another year to go by, we're talking about the same thing, but things are getting worse. They're getting worse, and we don't get another planet. And I just think, as human beings, we need to be more considerate in reference to what we do and what we produce and how we deal with it. Why? Because things are happening. I'm not a scientist, so. I can't tell you what the result of this is going to be, but they tell me those plastics, it's a, it takes hundreds and hundreds of years for that stuff to disintegrate and de de deteriorate. And it doesn't go anywhere, and it's still there. And guess what? Like you said, Stephen, we've got fish out there in the sea and, and, and animals out there, and that stuff is not digesting in the system, and they're dead. And the sad part is we got folks out there fishing, and then next, and I love seafood. And it's on my plate. And guess what? I don't know what was in that fish, but that seafood tastes good. Well, you know what? Some of us like pigs, too. You don't want to talk about what they eat. All right, but look, check this out. This is a threat. Now, I want to give you, and look, pig meat is sweet. So I let them eat what they want because I'm still going to eat it. All right, so, so let's, let's, uh, let's, let's talk about solutions now. So this is what came to mind. All right, so we talked about the global issue, right? The global issue. Uh, should there be a global government? I'd like to suggest the reverse of that. There should be a local group of people 
represented in every area, every state that, that does stuff without the government. We, the people, can take care of this. We don't need the government. We always look to the government to do something. That if we want them to do it, they're going to do it their way. And it will not really benefit you as much as it could if you did it yourself. So you really have no room to complain about the government when you're not doing nothing. So we're going to take it out local because that's why we even created the People's Congress. We are the middle class. We have the power. We the people. All right. So this is a part of us going through the method process of understanding what to do. Now, this is the thought that I had. What if we motivated people with incentives to be a part of the solution, and not a part of the problem? What I mean by that, anyone that recycles, they get a tax cut. Anyone that recycles gets a benefit. They get a tax cut. Second thing, what if we took people who weren't doing nothing, who have nothing but time, retirees, uh, young people, and especially during months like summer when they're out of school. And it was their job to clean their community and keep it clean every day, every week, every month. And they got a benefit. The things they like, the kids like to play video games. Well, they qualify for credits on video games with cards. Local businesses that are in the area who saw these people working out, maybe they would incentivize them with free food. On the days they're working, you get a free meal. Today's your day to work. I know you're on the schedule. Come on in when you finish. And I see that you, you know, you got the thing checked off, then you can come in here and you can get a free a free plate. So then the businesses are incentivizing those who need help. And how about this? How about the homeless people? Mm -hmm. Homeless people walk around all day looking for something to do. And they see all the problems. What if we hired them to clean our city for us and the local people put money in a fund, go fund me or something like that. And we funded them to help clean up the city. You see what I'm saying? So there's solutions that we can create ourselves that impacts our community and we can help incentivize that by being a part of the the answer and not a part of the problem. So I want you guys to I want you guys to think through that. What do you think? What do you think about those doors? You would have to you would definitely have to do. I think that would work because right now, right now, you have certain attitudes of, well, that's not my job right now. You know, what I'm saying and when you incentivize, it's everybody's jobs in but right now uh in 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 dealing with a population like i mentioned earlier when you when you do throw it to the government it's their job and then you have infiltrators of greed that will come in and do certain policies that will benefit them and so they line their pockets and at the end of the day what really gets done nothing but somebody got rich off of it so right. getting back to what you were saying if you would put something lo hyper local like that, I believe that that would actually fly higher than a kite. Now, look, this is something I want to put out. This is another challenge. This is another challenge to the to the people's from the people's Congress to the people. All right, middle class, I want you to listen. I want you to listen. We want to hear from you. Remember, this is the middle class exit. We want to hear ideas from you on how you would fix that problem in your community. And look. If we get some good ones, we might help make that happen for you in your city, in your area. Not making any promises, but I'm just saying, help be a part of the solution. We want to hear from you. Maxine, do you have something? No, I'm just so thankful that when I said, let's start local and within our own community, and you just took it to, I mean, you just moved it forward. I thought, how awesome is that? Yeah. And so many different ways that they can be incentive, you know, incentivized. You know, you got the real estate 
people trying to purchase homes, you know, you got apartments, people who need to pay their rent. So there's so many different ways that they can help cut corners for these people who need the help. The yeah. pandemic has put a lot of us in a situation that we have found ourselves in. And if we're going to get something started, let's do it now. Let's not wait. You know, as they say, use what you have, start where you are and do it now. Come on now. That's what I'm talking about. Forward with it. Woo! The Me this Mexican moment brought to you by Mexican Ghost McCoy. She be killing it with that stuff. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Anybody else have a thought? If not, I have a thought. Check this out. Check this out. This uh, Kevin, did you have something? Yeah, real, yeah, real quick, man. I tell you, just getting these juices going here on the ideas here, Brother Steven and Sister Maxine, everyone. But real quick, I wrote down. Uh, we're going to have to develop a, what I call a planet scorecard, a planet scorecard, right? And right. Like, what we're going to do next is map the planet in the strategic areas that we're talking about and then monitor that and then monetize that and fix that and make sure it's staying in the right scorecard it's supposed to be. So if it's supposed to be 90% and it's dropping down at 88%, I'm going to be over there fixing that problem real quick. Thanks Good. I like that. Hey, look, look, that's a great idea. As a matter of fact, there's an app. Um, that I am not giving any plugs to. You do not get free advertising. Um, but there's an app where a guy has actually created, um, he's he's mapped the earth by three foot by three foot grids. So literally on the planet, somebody could be standing in one spot and they can type to you three words. It will go to the exact square on the earth and you'll know exactly where they're standing. And the reason why he did it is because his son got lost, I think, and he had to figure out where he was at. And so that's the kind of technology you need. So anyway, he took a three foot by three foot grid, spread it around the earth, gave each square three words that identify what that square is. And now you can find anything. So we can use that technology. And on top of that technology, put something like you're talking about to create the scorecard. So look, these are these are ideas that we're talking about. Look, and what we want you to do, and we get this from Antonio T. Smith Jr. When you hear an idea, steal it. Look, use it. Look, it's okay to be a copycat as long as you copy the right cat. So if you hear an idea that you like, grab it and use it and let us know what you're doing with it. We want to celebrate you for getting involved and becoming active. That's what we're all about. That's what we're all about here. So um, so anyway, so I see uh, Rome's uh, mic is, is unmuted. So brother, what you got? No. All righty then. So we're going to move on to <laughs> You guys know if your mic's unmuted, I'm a caller. I mean, I'm, I'm feeling great today. What I what I what I want to talk about is my favorite. Now I'm I'm being facetious about the um, and car insurance company Geico. Mm. And the reason I want to speak about them is for first of all, uh, I am a member of Geico, so I'm not picking on them. But I was reading this article today where a company hacked into uh, their system for over a month and stole up to 11 million license, people's driver's license numbers. And the, the thing that got me was, first of all, how did they not know for over a month that someone had breached them and then they stole over 11 million. And as I was reading the article, it says if they sell you just the license number on the on the on the dark web, it's like two hundred dollars, four hundred dollars. But if they sell it with the rest of your information, it's twelve hundred dollars. Okay, because you use your licenses 
one of those things that companies use to identify you. And I'm sitting there saying, this is absolutely crazy. How could this go on? How could this happen? And I'm sitting, and I'm just finding this out today. So I have to make some phone calls and talk to some people because I keep sending my money to make sure that my car is safe to drive on the road. But who's out there using my driver's license number? Mm, that's a good point. All right, Congress, what are your thoughts? That sounds really, 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 really sketchy, etchy to me. I'm sorry. Now, you done took names. Facebook done took everything from you. Now, Geico, <laughs> your, your ID, though. I mean, your ID is everything that you need. Like he says, that's like that's like high commodity because that I'm, that's almost like when the people are calling you and then you can't really hear what they're saying, but they're just recording your yeses and your no's. Oh, right, right. That's real. Yes. No. Like that's the one that's going along with the ID because it's like really they just need your identification and that really puts you through so god if they just took that i'm you know i'm like marquise when they talk about they playing with our fear mm. and they just keep trying to tell everybody that we're being like so that we don't believe that we're free you know how right. there's a there's a place in your mind where they can put you into a slavery because you believe that you are just under attack yeah 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 it seems like right now it's like they're just trying to they're telling you that you need this technology because the next this is the new thing. But then the second that you buy into the technology, then we all have to then understand that now because you bought in, now you can be breached. Wow. That's good. Like, yeah, that, that is excellent. That is excellent. You know, it's like it's like it's like not reading the fine print on a contract, ladies and gentlemen. You're not read, you know, right. we don't always read. I don't always read the fine print. But later on, I'm finding out, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, you didn't tell me that. Well, you signed the document. <laughs> and that's why they make that font the size of, of an inch. Exactly. Uh, and give you a whole stack of paragraphs to read because they know you are not reading all that information. And they right. bet one, you're not going to read all that information. So there's really no protection. But let's yeah. let's talk about this issue right here. Um, and, uh, you know, something Mar Marquis said while y'all was talking tripped me out. Because you talk about $1,200 for the whole package on the dark web. He's talking about, uh, can I sell my own information? All right, so let's go to Marquis. Look, look, look. Middle class, upper middle, lower middle, lower, lower. When somebody talking about $1,200, that's like a stimulus. I need $1,200. Where can I sign up? You're going to sign you know, yourself up. You got a credit score of 402. They don't want it anyway. Yeah, you, they don't want you, anyway. you know, would you say, would you say get selling your stuff is, is, is more beneficial than your actual credit score? You, you know, that credit score is, is hitting on 403. <laughs> you sell your information. What they going to do? They can't do any credit. <laughs> don't give you the hookup, Marquise. Wow. You need a hookup. Marquise, you know, you know, he about to go get guys. Yeah. Dark web, but, but the other thing too, they're coming to get you. But but the other thing too <laughs> that's bothersome about this about the information is that everybody's requiring you to use your social security number, and you shouldn't. 
Mm. And, and I don't know about you, but when I grew up, they said, don't ever give out your social security number. Right. And I think at one time that was standard, but now I don't know what changed, but now everybody's requiring your social security number and you should never give it out. But it happens. So when they actually yeah. get information, mm -hmm. oh, they going for the jugular. They getting all your stuff. That's why yeah. I was like, well, shoot, if you're gonna get it, mm -hmm. I'm getting twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about let's talk about the issue being that uh, Geico knew about this breach, and we've heard these stories for years. Yeah. How uh, there's these breaches, and some companies held the news that they got breached for a long time yeah. before telling the general yeah. public, right. and then right. it comes out that this happened. And it really tells you again, and, and we have a tendency to drift into this lane, uh, uh, people. I just want to know that you guys know we shift in lanes because now we're going to talk about the system that's in place. These things show you there's a system in place. And the system oftentimes, oftentimes does not benefit us, the middle class, right? It affects us, right? So that's kind of the issue. And over a million people who are with GEICO have now been affected by this breach and there's other breaches that they have not shared with the public because they know it would be a public outcry. But you have to wonder about, you know, how, why they're letting this happen over and over and over again. And oftentimes the people who are what, what, what would be crazy is if Geico gets breached. Next thing you know, they're selling you an upgrade on your policy for protection. You see, that's the kind of craziness that did you see Vicky's face? <laughs> Oh, she was like, mm, tell them. Uh, but look, go ahead, Vicky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just got to be careful. You got to protect yourself. You got to allow yourself to uh, to be educated. And there's some things, look, we know there's some things you don't have any control over. Right. You can try and try again to protect yourself, but we're inside of this system. It's like being a, a turtle inside of a cage. You know, you you only can move slowly around the boundaries the boundaries that they give you. You only really can eat what they're giving you. It's not till you get out of the cage do you realize there's a world outside of that house you were trapped in, right? It's kind of like Finding Nemo. Remember when the fish got out and they, they were trapped in the plastic and they rolling in they were rolling through the street. But the point is, once you hit the ocean, it's wide open. Yeah, it's wide open, and that's what you we want the middle class to understand. There's a bigger world out here, mm -hmm. and there's more choices you can make. And wouldn't it be beautiful if we didn't have to depend on all of these companies for everything that we need? Right. What if we could be self-sustaining as a community? Mm -hmm. There's yeah. a thought. What yeah. if there was a company that was specializing in creating its own ecosystem mm -hmm. where our money was traveling between ourselves at least 18 times? I wonder what we could call that company. What do you guys think? ATS. Exactly right. That's the company that we're talking about. ATS <laughs> is making it happen, and we want you yep. guys to know that's why we even have this show. Yeah. People's Congress came together because we are the middle class. Stephen, we got to talk. We, Steve, we got to talk about this real quickly, guys. This is so important because I just did this recently. I want to encourage everybody because you, if you have to rebuild, you have to have certain documents in your possession, okay, for any reason. So we're talking about make sure you get your if you're married, get that license, uh, marriage license, right. Get your birth certificate in your hand, not at the wherever it's at, but get it in your hand. Get a copy of it certified in your hand. Any type of legal documents, you've got to have them in your safe or have them in your safe place at home for backup. That's worst case scenario. Also, too, Steve, I want to mention about a passport. How many people got a passport? Get a passport as another backup plan as well for in case you have to rebuild your system. You'll have documents already in place because it takes some time to get them when you need them. 
So I want to encourage folks to get those documents, guys, that you're going to need, you know, your birth certificate, uh, maybe a photocopy of your license that you had, um, whatever, you know, definitely your marriage license and any other key documents. Have those in your possession, guys. Have them in your safe so you can back up yourself and not give you that heartache a little later on. Very, very important when we talk about data breaches because people don't know who you are until you can prove who you are. Good point. Good point. And uh, that's also a good point to get you guys prepared uh, for what's coming. You definitely want to start getting all your documentation together and securing it in a little lockbox or a safe if you have that um, and have it ready when you need it. It's a very good point. All right. So we're going to take it to the middle class. Let's see, Maxine, what you got? Well, my question is, why did they not notify you? You say you're just finding out because you read the article. So as a member and you're paying your money every month, there should be some stipulations or a protocol or should be governed by the state, you know, that they notify you that the breach has taken place. So that was my concern when you talked about it. Here's an item I highlighted. It says, it doesn't appear that the company itself was the victim of a hack. Instead, Geico's investigation revealed that the attackers utilized credentials that were harvested from other sources. All right, that's a bunch of bumbo jumbo. Let me tell you, let me tell you something. All right, we're not, go ahead, Vicky. She said something. I just said, what does that mean? I just said, what, what does, does that, that mean? mean? All right, that. This is <laughs> not my fault. It's not my fault. it down to you. All right, this is how it works. Somebody steals your stuff from me. What I'm going to say is almost like plausible deniability. Big word, plausible deniability. I didn't know it was happening. I'm just as mad as you are. Matter of fact, I'm mad at them, and it's their fault. We're going to figure out who did it, and we'll get back to you. That's what they say. That's like an okie doke. It is their responsibility to protect their information at every point of access. So there's no way they should get away with that. And actually, they're already playing, and I'm sure, for a fallout from people leaving Geico. Like, look, they tripping all the other insurance companies getting, didn't get hacked that way. So they probably gonna have a lot of people who are changing uh, to another company, and they're going to they're gonna suffer for that. Maybe they'll learn their lesson from that. Marquise, what you got? What about keeping your items in the cloud? Not to do it, to do it. I mean, I, I know there, I mean, for me, I'm thinking the cloud. I just send myself an email. It's it's in the cloud. So, okay. and, and, you know, to have it physically, that's what you need, of course. Mm -hmm. But um, I have sent myself my driver's license, insurance, and everything else. I, it's sent myself in an email because if I can't physically get, get it, I might be able to access it through the email. Right. And I've done that even for applications, yeah. for, for darn near everything. And, mm -hmm. and as a matter of fact, um, when I was in transportation, when a, when a, when a beautiful, wonderful um, parole, a patrol officer comes to pull you over, <laughs> and you don't have your documents physically, you can then pull it up and say, hey, I have a digital copy. Mm -hmm. And that's acceptable. Okay. Well, that's, that's good news. Yeah. The question was posed was yeah. you have things in the cloud. And I think the one of the things we got to remember is that our stuff is already in the cloud. Mm -hmm. Have you been to the doctor, the dentist, to a school? Mm -hmm. Have you been to DMV? Your mm -hmm. stuff's already in the cloud. So don't be tripping. Though. I ain't going to put that yeah. in the cloud. Look, it's already in there. So let's, let's get educated on that. The other thing, too, is you got to realize that, you know, once you say something, once you mm -hmm. shoot a video on YouTube or mm -hmm. TikTok, or, all that stuff's out there forever. It's forever. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, people grow, you know, even I grew on the show because I said something crazy last show. I had to correct myself. I'm glad I did it in the same show. Um, 
But we have to make sure that we are accountable for what we say and what we do, because you never know how somebody's going to use it. So you need to live and die by what you say and make sure that you know what you're talking about. That's what's important. Absolutely. All right. So tell it. What do you got? I mean, I guess tonight I just have a lot of questions. So then what what is the next step for uh, a consumer, so a customer of Geico? Um, like, if they have your driver's license information, do you hit up DMV? Well, you, can, you can't really hit up DMV because they don't answer their phone right now. Uh, maybe you can send them an email, get a, new, a replacement ID. What do you do? Like, get a new license? I mean, because there's a data breach. Like, your information is compromised. Not that it's not compromised all over the web, but what would you do in this type of situation? That's a good question. What is the next step? What do you guys think the next step is for the license situation? Should they go try and get a new license? You think that would be protection? What do you think? Yeah, one of the first things I wanted to share real quickly is your existing documents that you have now, whether it's your IDs, uh, of course, your uh, driver's license, you need to take a photocopy of that. That's the first thing. Take a photocopy and, and hide that or put it in your uh, key documents. That's the first thing you got to do in that area, without a doubt. And of course, obviously, the next thing you got to get with the DMV, obviously, to find out what that background is, because you don't know what's in their database, right, because of the breach. So you got to do that research. But the key, guys, and also, Marquis, you mentioned earlier, is that hard copy, guys. you got to take hard copies of everything that you have for backup. Uh, and even your medical uh, records and things like that. Get a hard copy of that for backup. You know, the key one, you don't have to get everything, but just the key things you need, could be your family members or whatever, just get the hard copy and back it up, put it in your safe or, or strong box so you have it as evidence. If you have to go to court, you know, got to get a lawyer, you know, all that good stuff. The key is that documentation, guys. The cloud is great. I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying your backup is going to be your hard copies, though, guys. If the cloud is available, your hard copies are going to be in your possession and also part of your will, part of your uh, your state planning. All that stuff can be there and not the cloud, but the hard copy. Uh, here's the hard copy right now. Cloud, point. give me a few that's minutes. A, that's a little retro for our millennials. They're not used to putting anything, printing anything out or having hard copies, but take it, take it from your elders. Got to do, do it. Because you know what? No, I'm going to be honest with right y'all. I don't print stuff. anything. What you say, Vicky? I said, no, I'm going to be honest with that. I looked all shocked. No, I don't print anything. You're right. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, look, we learned today <laughs> on this something. show, Marquise had a blackout. Brother got dropped out. You never know how quick uh, things electronic will disappear. And you will not be able to access your stuff. So, uh, Brother Kevin is correct. Uh, look, middle class, we want to educate you. That's what we do. We are the People's Congress. And we want to empower you guys to know exactly the steps you need to take. If you have Geico and you were affected by this, blame it on, on Russia. They did it. All right. So, let's go back. <laughs> let's go back and uh, let's, let's make sure that we cover this correctly. Is there anything else that the middle class can do uh, in these types of situations? Once the Congress gets quiet, you know you're in trouble. All right, some of the class, you're on your own from, from here on out with that one. But we do want to hear from you. If you guys have a story that you want to share with us, if you have solutions for the middle class, let us know. Now, look, this is an announcement. You guys ready? This is an announcement. Everyone that's watching is a part of the People's Congress. You are a part of the People's Congress. And look, welcome to the show. All right, welcome to the show. You are a valuable member of the People's Congress. We anoint you right now for the state that you're in. Let us know your name. Let us know your state. Who knows? We might call you on the show. So look, or at least let people know that this is your question for your state, your area. We want to hear from you. We want to build our numbers out so that we don't need the government no more because we, the people, are handling our own business. Brother Marquise, what you got? You know, I was thinking. I was thinking about the hard copies, and 
the security measures that you need to take for your hard copies. And some people just have a file cabinet. Uh, some people have a, a drawer. Like I keep a lot of crap in my desk. You don't want to see it. Um, you don't want to see it. But okay. I, I say all that because you, you want to be smart in how you secure your, your things. I'm a big security guy, but don't look at my don't look at my desk. But I'm a big security guy. So what you want to do, you definitely want to get a firebox. Uh, something that's that's either padlocked or by combination, something that you can set in the fireplace and pull it out an hour later, and you and it's still functional. So that's something you your, get from Walmart, from one of the big box lumber stores like HQ or something like that. Yeah. Yes, and you don't need to spend a lot of money on it. Just make sure the rating is proper on it, to where you know you you and and it wouldn't hurt to have a GPS locator on it because you never know. You might have to move quick. It might drop and you might have to go back, circle back and get it. All right. But, um, the smart money is on securing your items. And can I get an amen? Come on now. Amen. That's good. That's good. All right. So we're going to go to Tanya. Tanya, what's your next story? What do you got? Um, I have the story about the Bitcoin and um, how it plunged 10%. Um, what? 10% plunge 10%. And a lot of people was, you know, a little worried about that. And they said some of the main reasons was that some of the countries was thinking about pulling out. Um, I believe India was one and Turkey um, was believing about pulling out. So that's probably where the plunge came from. So people were worried about, you know, it's all, it's a risk, to, it's a risk that you're taking when you put your money in it anyway. But people were, you know, getting a little, you know, anti about it, about losing their money. But on the other hand, there was other companies that were actually growing from it and going to use Bitcoin like Xbox. And I believe there was another company. Oh, PayPal um, mm -hmm. was going to yeah. we were able to start using payments with Bitcoin. So, you know, you know, the flip side, you know, you got things that are happening, people pulling out. But at the same time, there's other companies that are using it for their advantage. So, you know, the consumers are like. No, which would be us. Um, I was worried about should they put more money in? Should I keep my money there? Should I take it out? You know, what y'all thoughts on the whole Bitcoin thing? That's a good one. What are your thoughts? What do you got? What I what I always wanted to know is when you place a hundred dollars in any of these coins and then it drops, who's holding the money? Well, it is electronic. So uh, well, it's, it's not electronic coming out of my wallet. Oh, no, it got transferred into electronic. Uh, so who actually has your hundred bucks? Well, yeah. well let, let's say if I if I do, let's say Marquise coin. Mm -hmm. I don't want to put nobody on the spot. If I put Marquise <laughs> coin. If I throw a hundred bucks in a Marquise coin. Yeah. Somebody's holding the money. Right. I know it's digital and it's showing that I hold coin, but somebody's holding the currency. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. And when it when it slumps like that. Who's still holding my currency? Hey, because it's showing it's showing that hey, you now have fifty dollars. You had a hundred. Now you yeah, got yeah. fifty. I'll tell you who got the money. This is who got the money. It would be Marquise because it's Marquise's coins. So the co the company has your cash. They just playing with your digital representation of that. So when exactly. it dips, yeah, when it dips, they're not really being hurt. You the one being hurt. They got your cash. They good. And, and that is my. That has always been my concern about the volatility of any digital currency. 
Um, but there's some security measures to, to where other people can't jack you for your stuff. And that's something that you definitely have to take the class on because that's mm -hmm. some great information about the security of the coin. And right, how so to now, yourself. The ATS school, school, you look, you got to go to our school, you got to get educated, you got to learn this stuff because yeah. that's what's important. And you got to do this too. Whenever you invest any money, it has to be discretionary income. It has to be money that you could lose, money that was sitting on your, your counter and you never use it anyway. You just say, you know what, I'm going to take this money and I'm going to go ahead and invest it and see what happens with it. It's money that you don't mind losing that doesn't affect your bills. It doesn't affect your family because, look, this isn't a game. This is reality. You need to know that if that money gets lost, it's gone. You don't complain it because you decided to jump into it. So, And the other thing, too, is to understand that the market is volatile. You know, there's peaks and valleys and it's cyclical over time. So if you really want to get into the game, watch the stock market and get a feel for mm -hmm. how it goes up, how it goes down, what times, mm -hmm. what, what mm -hmm. stops, what's happening in the world to cause it to go up and down, the indicators, right? Learn the game. Like, it's, you know what? And I'll tell you what's the problem with the middle class. It just hit me. Boom. It just hit me, people. You know what the problem is with the middle class? When we got the Monopoly game, we decided not to even follow the rules. We made our own rules. How many of y'all did that? Made your own rules for Monopoly. Man, we was give, supposed to give out $2,500. We were giving out $5,000, $10,000 to start out. We was big ball fighting for park place. You know what I'm saying? So there are rules to this game that you can't play with. All right? So if you're going to be in the game, learn the rules before you start. You know why we didn't learn the rules? Because none of us wanted to read. We want to read all those rules. Why do they have a big old book for you to play a game? Look, just put the pieces on the board. We figure out why we play. Nope. That day is over, middle class. This is look, look, I'm trying to tell y'all the ATS, ATS and Mexico, we're about educating people to come up out of that thinking. I myself have three different monopoly games, three different kind of monopoly games, and they never read the rules for none of them. <laughs> so I'm speaking to myself too, right? So I'm gonna have to read the rules with my grandchildren <laughs> here. So I want to raise them up right, right way. Hey, All right, Max, Maxine, I love that look on your face, Maxine. What do you think? <laughs> I'm just sitting back here, like, okay, you are so right because you know we're out of the box thinkers. You know we're innovators. We're yeah. creative, and that's sometimes that's what you want. But then on on the other hand, not everything we need to redo. You know. Yeah. Or making our way, but at the same token, that's where you start looking at strategies. Yeah, you gotta have it, you gotta have it. And they laid out the rules for you. The rules is the track that you need to stay on so that you don't have an accident. That's what the whole purpose of the rules is. And if you don't play the game according to the rules, you done made up a whole new game. So that means the consequences is up to you, it's and, all on you. And you know, that brings up another, you know, always like you say, these are quotes I say. You have the ability to make the choice, but you don't control the consequences. And that's what we need to understand when we decide we're going to go down a different path than to follow the rules. However, I'm a firm believer you still need to be an out-of-the-box thinker. Mm -hmm. Because I taught my grand, well, I you know encouraged my grandson because he loved to play the video games. And I'm like, well, did you like the strategy? on this video game and sometimes he said no i said then create a strategy and mm. present it to the company come on now we have to allow them to still use their creativity and be innovative we can't put them in a box because then everybody else got that group thing you exactly know so right. i'm going to say that you're doing that with the uh the monopoly game 
because that's the creativity of who you are. Yeah. And you can stop that. You have to use it. And if look, middle class, if you're thinking to yourself, that sounded really nice, Miss Maxine. It she's is. so sweet. She always give good information. Baby, did you hear what she said? She said, just send it to the company. Look, let me tell y'all something. She's not playing. This is real. We're talking about real talk. We don't just, it's not fantasy stuff we're talking about here. Do you know within ATS, we have a course you can take to learn how to get into gaming? So you got all these kids playing video games. Look, tell them, look, this is how, this is the new rule for our house. The amount of time you spend in that course at ATS playing, I mean, learning that, learning that course, that's how much time you get to play in your video game today. So go to school. Let me see how long you've been on it. Okay, uh, 35 minutes. All right, you got 35 minutes to play on your game. Go ahead, baby. You good. Put them out there. Challenge them and tie to the action step. This is what I want you to do. Make sure you get to ATS. Make sure you look at the programs we have, and then make your kids and make yourself sit down. I'm Look, I'm about to do this with my wife this week. She, look, this is what she told me. This is what she told me. My wife's name is Jill. Hey, Jill. All right, look, this is what she said. This is what she said. She said, you know what, honey? I want to learn about this cryptocurrency. Now, of course, that shocked me because my wife, you know, her mind doesn't go this direction. But she shocked. She impressed me. She said, I want to learn how this stuff works. Everybody's talking about it. And I said, really? I said, you know what? We are members of ATS and we teach about cryptocurrency. I said, so I'm going to give you access to the account because you know what happens? My membership covers my entire family for all the courses. So now I give her my username and password. And now she gets to get in there and learn the thing that she wants to learn to help our family exit the middle class. That's what I'm talking about. It's about empowerment people. That's what we want to do. And make sure you connect with us at the People's Congress and ATS. Get more information on the courses that we have to help your family out. All right. So does anybody else have anything uh, on that subject? Go ahead, Maxine. Let me say this one thing. When I now before I became a member of ATS, I would tell my grandson what to you know write that strategy down and submit it to the company. But now that I'm a member of the ATS, the mindset changes. Instead of sending it to the company, you create your own game and you put your name on it and yeah. let's get it marketed. Let's get you an entrepreneur. You become the entrepreneur. You start selling your own strategies and you know because it can be educational as well. That's right. That's right. And look, you heard it first from Maxine. Stephenopoly is coming out soon. I want everybody to buy it. All right, Adrian, what you got? Wait, what's the name of the game? Stephenopoly. Steve Stephenopoly. We'll see. Hey, I'm glad. There ain't that nothing they can do about it because it's mine. I was, I'm glad I was going to make a comment on the Monopoly so <laughs> that it would run right into your game because I guess we could switch it with your game. Okay. <laughs> no, it, 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 you touched the point when you said something about Monopoly is one of those games that has been here for generations. Um, and I actually, <laughs> it's funny how you say that people make their game up the way that they need to just make the game up within the group of who you are. It just reminds me, I have a cousin that is a whole entrepreneur. I mean, my cousin, you talk about it. She didn't thought about it. She had the idea. But we hated to play Monopoly with her because she, whatever the, her, whatever in her mind was, she bought everything. So 
the same way she played that game as a kid. She still does this till this day. Like nobody wants to play with her because it's <laughs> like she just she takes over the industry. Like she knows how to do it. So when it comes down to a game, we might not have read the the instructions, but for a lot of us, because we might not read, we kind of feel our way through it. And like when you get like one or two under your belt, it's like you 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 know you don't want to go to jail. You want to keep going, and you want to hopefully pick a chance card that will take you to the next, you know. So it's like we we play that game, but a lot of us like I really did not like Monopoly because maybe I like Steve not Steveopoly a little bit better because maybe yeah, you'll no. give us more time to work with our purpose and our you know maybe you'll get us instead That's of just buying up the market. Hey, look, look, your cousin. You know what your cousin was? She was gangster when she was a child. That's what that was. She got on that board. She was like, you know what? I'm going to own this neighborhood. I'm going to buy it all and y'all will pay me. So she caught on to that. But that's the kind of thing we need. We need people that thinks like that to help empower the whole group. Uh, Tanya, do you got something? All right. So we're going to move on to Kevin. Kevin, what you got, brother? Hey, real quick, guys. I got to give you this one, man. You guys are awesome. You know that, man? Y'all think it's giving us all these ideas and stuff. I want to encourage anybody. I'm just going to suggest this guy. If you want to have some money for some cryptocurrency, want to have some money for some investments type thing, I want to encourage everybody to get dollar sign play money only. Dollar sign play money only on your cash app. Put that money in there, play with it, and keep it moving. <laughs> okay, now I'm, I'm going to make a little disclaimer right there. People, the Congress has no idea what Kevin just said. Uh, all of us is wondering what the dollar sign. What is that, Kevin? Yeah, that's the cash app for uh, prefix. That's cash oh, app prefix. Oh, dollar sign. Cash app. It's yeah, cash app. app. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm okay. sorry. Okay. Yeah, cash yeah, app. Yeah. You want to set up a Ooh. cash app account to have some extra money so you can buy some of them coins to play with it. Now, just to play with it, learn. Yeah. So don't okay. interrupt your money. You can go to your cash app. Dollar sign. Mm -hmm. Just set up an account. Dollar sign. Play money only and put it in there and play with it. Now, actually, I got it. All right, good. One thing we will not do is give out a cash app on this show unless it's my cash app. All right, let's get that straight. Now, all right, so, um, Mark, yeah, go ahead, Marquise. Yeah, when the, the, the problem that I had with cash app, how I was introduced to cash app, I was trying to send money for like a, a class reunion ticket or something to that effect. And I was trying to figure out what, well, so how do I pay? Well, you you pay with cash app. I'm like, okay, how do I pay? What cash well, app? Well, you pay from your bank account. What, you what, no, I'm saying, what, what kind of cash app? Right, right, right. It's the names. Uh, no, like, and I was I like, it. what are you saying? And, and, and the girl on the phone got frustrated with me because she, oh. she understood the language. Gotcha. I had no idea when you say cash app, I'm like, which one? Right, exactly. Good point. You know, yeah, nomenclature so, is important, people. You got to name a thing so the population don't get confused by what you named it. That's a and, very good point. Did you, and, did you able to make that transaction? I, uh, once I figured out what the crap she was talking about, <laughs> you know, and yeah. then I felt stupid. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had so, one of those moments. Yeah, and so now, and so now, I I live and die off that thing. But but sure. I've learned that when when you say Cash App. To to people in the know, it's it's business as usual. But if you've never heard of it, 
you are absolutely lost because you're like, what, what, which cash app? Because I know that there's several. So look, I had a situation when I was uh, I was in advertising sales and I was talking to an advertising agency. So I was just learning how to speak to them because they big time. They got millions. So anyway, I was talking to them about advertising and the lady said, I said, so uh, let me get your fax number so I can this is back in the day now. So you said I said fax. Let, can, let me get your fax number so I can send you this information. She said, oh, no, go ahead and just email it to me. I said, oh, OK. What's your address? Email it to me. What's your address? So she tells me her address and it's like her name. As, and then she said at such and such. And I was like, OK, that didn't sound like a street. And I wrote it down. I said, OK, I'll do that. I heard the phone. I was like, what in the world is she talking about? So I took it to my boss. <laughs> I took it to my boss. I said, I asked her for her address. She gave me this, this weird thing. What is this? This is look, God's honest truth. That's email. That's an email address. I'm like looking at the, I'm like, you're my manager. You should be educating us that things have changed in the world. I should have known there was such a thing as an email. You got me looking stupid. I'm asking you to help me. You look at me like I should have known. Look, when things change, we got to educate each other on what's changing. Terminology is important. Email, I'm telling you, I still, even when he said that, I was like, so how do I get it to us? This is email. Because I can't put it in the mail. How do I email? It's a whole nother thing to learn, right? So the key is we must create bridges of understanding to those who need to understand. If they don't understand, just like we're doing with the People's Congress, we're educating and we're empowering you by the things we're now learning because we're researching all these different subjects. We want to know what's going on and we want you to know what's going on as well. All right. So we're going to go to Maxine. Maxine, what you got for us? Okay, so I'm going to bring back Facebook. All right. And this time we're going to be talking about the Facebook Messenger and users might be switching because, again, security reasons. And why? Because the inscription, the, uh, in, what they call it, encryption is not there, is not being protected. And so it says over 1.3 billion people using Facebook Messenger, they might need to decide to switch to some alternative because of this. And I'm under the impression that it's private because I remember someone sending me a password code or something in Messenger, but they sent me the login and another device so that the two would not be there together. And it's mm. so good that they did that because what? There's no encryption that's going on right now. So that brings you right back to remember we talked about earlier about Facebook and being able to delete. So delete is never delete. So I thought that was very interesting. And it talks about Facebook had admitted to such security will not come to Messenger until sometime in 2022. Oh, all right. Wow. Facebook is getting it tonight. That's what look, we don't care on the People's Congress. We don't care who you are. If you're doing business with the middle class in America, we're going to talk about you and we're going to let people know what is going on. Matter of fact, Vicky, I heard something's going on with a senator in Virginia. What's happening with that senator? <laughs> Well, um, Senator Tim Kaine um, recently today in our in our military news reintroduced a bill to allow the Department of Virginia to prescribe medical marijuana to veterans, um, the Veterans Medical Marijuana um, Safe Harbor Act. Okay, I got a lot I want to say about this. But first, let me, let me go to, uh, I'm out of it. And, it, and, it's and it's interesting you say that on the day because uh, 420 is a day that a lot of people talk about when it comes to marijuana. Uh, won't tell you what that's all about, but anyway. So, um, what do you guys think about that? Let's let's go, Congress. Let's talk about it. 
It's about time. I just think that it's a really good idea. <laughs> yeah, I think that it's a really good idea because what's going on right now in the whole medical world, there are so many opioid addictions and like hard narcot, you know, hard drugs that they're saying that you can just take this and it might ease your pain, but then it ends you in a lifelong addiction that tears your family apart and all this other stuff, as opposed to saying, if you smoke a doobie, you know, doobie, 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 you know, you'll be all right, doobie. Like, so, I mean, which doobie you be? We, like, we don't encourage, we, we don't endorse the smoking of marijuana. We don't support smoking marijuana. That's, these are just views and it's medical marijuana. It's we're medical. I was okay. going to say, you got to think, but now, and that's another thing. And that's another thing. A lot of times when I speak, when I speak, a lot of people under don't understand it, but it's definitely just medical. It definitely. <laughs> but the the medical, but the medical cannabis has really changed. I can I can speak for myself. I used to take fifteen pills three times a day, mm. and I used to have to walk around like I was a zombie just because my body hurt, and they wanted me to be normal. So at the end of the day, I was okay. But no, I really wasn't okay. So when you asked me a question, I was so looped out of it. I wouldn't have told you a question. I'd rather, you know, at least now I know that it's 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 from the ground. It's from the earth. So at least you get a more grounded idea of what's going on as opposed to some alienation of whatever. Sure. Yeah, I mean, many, many, many cultures actually use all natural remedies uh, from the earth. That doesn't have additives and things like that and it's not something made in the lab manufactured by chemicals that should not be in the human body um and so that's something that you definitely want to talk um to your doctor about and see if there are any natural um uh, remedies for some of the ailments that you have but also look, do research on your own you want to make sure that you're doing your research to know about it marquise what you got i it, it, what's now I'll, I'll tell you like this i don't do marijuana i don't like it or anything. However, there's benefit to it. And what was frustrating for me, uh, just like Adrian was saying, there are people who needed this stuff. And because of politics or whatever the mess is, which is mostly politics, people who needed it couldn't get it. And and that was a travesty. So on on the medical side, I'm, I'm glad to see it. It's well overdue. It's about time. And and I applaud the efforts of the people who who made it possible so other people can at least get some measure of hope and healing. Right. And for those of you who are looking at um, medical marijuana use, that's something that you can talk to your doctors about. They can prescribe it. Uh, it is being legalized all across America, America. And so that's something that a lot of people will get remedies from. Uh, but it's just uh, if you're going to do that, I just uh, um I just want to give you caution um, that you make sure you put that in a secure area, a lockbox with the padlock and the key to keep your kids from getting to it, small children from getting to it, even animals uh, from getting to that because that smell is something that the animal will pick up on. Uh, so just make sure that you, you, you protect your family. That's what's important if you're going to uh, get that prescribed to you. So, all right. Um, 
And if your kids start saying they're hungry all the time, just make sure that you know where they're <laughs> <are. laughs> And don't let them, I just want to give it to you. Don't let them go over their uncles and aunt's house if you know they might do it, you know. Be careful. All right, because that's how I got, you know, that's how it happened to me. All right, so um, all right, so anybody else have uh, any time? Did you have something? Um on that subject, no. I appreciate your honesty. All right. Look, and, and, and you guys know I call on whoever's unmuted. That's why I call on people. That's what I do. It looks to me like you want to say something. So I just call on you <laughs> your opportunity. So if you're not going to speak, please. No, I'm not going to. No, yeah. no, no. All right. So, uh, so let's move on. We're going to we're, we're now right at the end of the show. Let's go around. We're going to go around and do our final stories. Tanya, do you have something? Oh, I'm up. Okay. My final story is about the vaccine shots and how the blood clots and how they're finding it in the Johnson and Johnson and then the other shot, I can't remember the name right now, and how they put a hold on it. And um, they were thinking about releasing the hold and starting shots again. Um, but they were worried about this blood clot, which they should be worried about this blood clot um, because it's serious and you could actually, you know, lose your life. And that's one of the big things that they were worried about. They said they were finding it in women. So it's mainly in the women right now, which, you know, I'm one of those and there's a few of us on here. So, you know, you know, just looking into that and just, you know, some people, you know, it's split like the world's split right now about it. Some people are like they're getting it and other people's like, no, I'm gonna wait and see, you know, like, cause they don't have all the answers yet. They don't know you know, what the effects is going to be. So, you know, everybody's like has their things on it, the good, you know, there's pros and cons and to getting it and why not to get it. So, you know. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's, let's take it to the Congress. Let's take it to the Congress. What do you guys think? Oh, and I should make a disclaimer right here. We are not medical professionals, nor do we want to give you advice on what you should do or should not do. That is not our job. It is your job to get educated on your choices. All right. So when you speak, Congress, on this issue, you're speaking personally about yourself. All right. Now be. I'm going to take it to the Congress and get, uh, and we will have medical professionals on both sides of the issue come in and give us more of a medical opinion. Uh, but right now, this is just the Congress and their individual opinions. Maxine, did you want to you want to share? Yes. I became very concerned when I heard that because my husband took the Johnson and Johnson vaccine and he is a stroke victim, you know, a 25 years. And that really concerned me. And of course, you, you know, I'm already leery about it, all of it. But when I read that article, I thought, oh, my gracious. But I do know that we're practicing other things in order to make sure that his blood stays thin enough so that the clot is less likely that it will clot. But right. he already experienced it. So, you know, he could be a victim of it. And so that I really became very concerned once I read that article. And I'm sure like a lot of other people are concerned. And, and then the thing about it is that what are symptoms? What are the symptoms? What do you get? What happens that you know that this is what's happening to your body? And I'm sure there's sometimes there aren't any symptoms. It just happens. Yeah, and that's something you got to think about, fam. Look, when it comes to your family, you got to do the research. It's up to you. You got to weigh the pros and the cons, and you got to look at it. You know, because a lot of the cons are pros. And you got to be careful. All right, so let's keep going. Who else got something? 
All right. Thank you. 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 Thank well, Jerome, in younger women, when they start having their menstrual period, which is once a month, they have to make blood platelets every month. So because they have to do that, we who are males don't have to do that every month. So maybe the fact that the body has to regenerate those blood platelets every month, this, this vaccine is coinciding with that, which is a medical issue. So I said, oh. Well, maybe that's what's going. That's what my brain said. Not that, not that it's a fact. Not that that that's what's going on. But that's what immediately went into my head in reference to it's mainly in those people. And I says that's interesting. And I imagine some doctors are saying the same thing. But I said I'm hoping that that's something they're checking into. And as a result of that, maybe they can devise another type of vaccine that won't clash with the, a woman's menstrual cycle. That's All right, that's a good point. And I'm glad you I'm glad you lead it off, let it off by saying you are not a medical professional. I hope you guys heard that. So don't be putting nothing nasty on the comments in the chest because I will blow you up and kick you out. All right, next, don't be coming after our Congress. Don't do that. All right, so uh next person. What, 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 I, honey got choked. Up. Now, now you now you did not really, really mean blow you up. That's just a figure of speech, correct? No, blow up means uh, inside of your message, I'm going to give you a message that's going to let you know you better never comment about Congress in a negative way again, because we are protecting ourselves from that kind of craziness. All right? Uh, if you're a part of the Congress, you understand where we're coming from. Like we said, all of our viewers are part of the Congress because we're looking for solutions to help your family. Now, we might say something... Uh, that's not factual and you can correct us, that's fine. We're looking for that. But as far as people trolling and just wanting to be nasty and stuff, you know, that's the kind of stuff we will not permit in our community. All right. So, uh, so who else has something they want to share? Hey, real quick, I got to mention this guy. I am not a medical doctor when I tell you this. I am not a medical doctor. I have no background in medical doctor or to say medicine or holistic, but I did get this information from people who are certified and licensed in this area. One thing they recommended, ladies and gentlemen, is to first of all, get your blood work done 100% through your doctor. Get your 100% blood work done. Find out where your levels are at and everything. Have that record on file and then you're ready to go because some people don't need certain things. Other people do. I am not a medical doctor. I do have some doctors in our network that are certified and they recommend get your blood work done first because you have to have a reference where am I at first? I did that for myself for my B12 deficiency. I didn't know what was going on, guys. Got my blood work done. B12 was low. Fixed the B12. Fired up now. But that's the point. The point is you got to get that reference. You got to right. know where you're at before you start taking all these vaccines. And again, I'm not a medical doctor, but before you start taking all this stuff, get your blood work done. Figure out where you're at and then decide with your doctor what to do next. Come on now. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to wrap this on up. I do want to share this. I'm not going to go through everybody's final stories. Just hold that, hold that for the next show, unless somebody has something they really want to share. I, I won't. I won't. Does anybody have anything they really want to share on their stories, or, or are we good? Can I share my complaint? No, I just wanted to. See, they say 
eat extremely healthy. They say regardless of what you're doing with these shots, if you're on a thing that it have to take the two, they say that second shot is the one. You need to eat extremely healthy. Good. Cut out good. all of your side stuff. That's good that's anyway. That's the moment where you get all healthy because I think that's the one where I like anything that I've heard, it's because of the fact that you kind of just go on with your life like normal. Yeah. And I, like I said, we're going to bring in some medical professionals to speak on that um, so that we can make sure we're informing the audience correctly on that. But that's a good point. And I'm a little hesitant to even let Marquise get back uh, and speak to the people because he got that look on his face. But Marquise, I'm going to take a shot, man. I, I'm going to give you a shot. What you got, man? What's your point? Man, we, we all have a longing for dessert. And when you go to a certain place, you have it in your mouth. You're like, I'm going to get this. Y'all, y'all understand. You wait in the drive-thru 15 minutes. Get up to the, 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 the machine and say, can I get a Sunday? Can I get a ice cream cone? Soft serve. And they say, I'm sorry. The machine, like she said, the machine don't work. I sat here, lost 15 minutes of my life. Because make I'll name them McDonald's, they machines broke down, and I don't appreciate it. And if I'm not mistaken, about maybe six to six to nine months ago, I think they were supposed to have upgraded to where they wouldn't have these problems anymore. And yet seems like every time when I go down to this particular McDonald's, the daggone machine don't work. So I want to file a complaint to McDonald's because the ice cream machines is always jacked up. They should have a flag flown at half staff. They should to let people know, don't even approach because the machine is down. Even you knew better. I, I mean, what about can I get a like, look, hold up now. Cream <laughs> will let you know when I, when the donuts are fresh. The hot sign is on. <laughs> McDonald's should have a light that said, we ain't got no ice cream. Don't even come. That's right. <laughs> so I'm going to submit my complaint to McDonald's, and daggone it, I'm going to send the light that they can use, and I will be a millionaire overnight. Come on now, Marquise. That's right. Yeah, no, and so I'm going to end. I'm going to end this because we needed to end on a on a high note. That's my high note, y'all. You got it. Look, that this Mexican moment brought to you by Marquis. I think you got the award tonight, brother. I'm gonna have to give you the Mexican award. There you go, Marquis. Everybody, give me a hand. He ended it on a nice note. We're gonna tell you the final word, and we'll close this on out. I was just going to say, I used to work at McDonald's and we used to say that machine didn't work. That's because we didn't want to clean it. Oh, That's we know. <laughs> we know. We know. It was hard to clean at night. So we would put a not working so we didn't have to clean it at night when it was time to close. I didn't want to McDonald's, you heard it from one of your own employees. <laughs> Get your people in check. The middle class needs their ice cream. Make sure you That's take care of our people. What That's how you know world? now. The next time they say that the machine is broke, everybody going to kind of look at them side-eyed like. Uh-uh. You know what I'm going to say? You know what I'm going to say? I'm saying, I want Let my, me speak I to want the magic. Face. 
Let me speak to the manager. Sir, sir, ma'am, can you stand in front of this machine? All right, I'm going to hit record on my phone. Can you tell me what's going on with your ice cream machine? It's broke. Oh, it's broke? Okay, thank you so much. I'm sitting at the corker right now. Uh, this manager said, your ice cream machine is broke. You better come check it. It's been broke for a month. <laughs> Get down here and fix this ice cream machine. Okay, now, listen. It's always broke. It's not like Wawa when they put the ice, they put the thing on the thing and shit that the ice is out of order. What? If you Amazing. just go past it and get the ice, like, <laughs> but you know what? Total. But, but you, know what ATS, you know what ATS teaches us, right? All right, come on, Maxine. Educate right. us. What we got? Now it's time for you to create your own business making that yes, ice cream. Yes. What? You don't have to worry about it being down anymore. It's always open. Don't play. Don't play. Matter of fact, you could you could call it an always open ice cream. That's what it's called. Yeah, let's make it off serve, baby. The original. Now I'm not gonna lie to y'all. When I make my millions, I'm gonna retire as an ice cream man. Hey, look, look, doing soft serve like old school. You know how you used to cruise around the around the street. That's you're gonna see Big M on the side of the truck. All I got to tell you, Marquis, is if you're gonna do it, we better never come in one of your establishments. That machine better never be broke, brother. Oh, it won't be broken. We coming for your throat. All right, good. It will never be broken, brother. Ice cream for free from the People's Congress, brought to you by Marquis. Free ice cream for life. We love that. All right, guys. Look, we're gonna go ahead and call it tonight. Thank you so much for watching tonight. We are the People's Congress. Adrian is still talking under me. She don't care. She's going to just keep talking. But look, we're going to close this show down. We love you guys. We want you to stay empowered. And just remember, with this kind of education coming from ATS and Mexit, you can't do nothing but be prosperous. Your family's going to be blessed. Just listen to what we say and do it, and you will be all right. Remember, the best is yet to come, and we will see you on the next show. Give it up. Give it up for a great show, everybody. <laughs>